0: welcome to episode 62 of the reptile gumbo podcast how's it going robert
1: good how are you guys
0: better Uh,
2: this week i feel like a human again
0: you sound a lot better (laughs) i'm good this week we're we're testing all week so i'm not actually i'm just gonna start
2: next week
1: yeah, you're texting me all day. Yeah, I mean,
2: <laughs> Cause he's not. Doing
0: I'm, I'm trying to stay awake while these kids take tests.
1: Well, John Grant called you out on it today. Aren't you supposed to be molding young minds? Uh,
0: you should <laughs> see how much each of us are texting each other at school between the teachers. Right. We're all trying
1: to stay right. awake.
3: Right. I and bet. That's
2: true. So the really like so his testing—if he's not actually testing—he can still have his phone. So in elementary school, before you start testing, you actually have to turn in all That's because that's
0: because elementary teachers keep helping little kids cheat. You know how I know that? I don't. Because they get to high school and they don't know anything.
2: I don't. <laughs> I play by the rules.
0: Cheating elementary, and middle school teachers. Negatives. Yeah, so, it's oh. So let's see. Since our last podcast, we had the craziest herps reptile show. Oh my god! So let me go through real quick, and I'll I'll do my little herp spot, and we'll talk about the reptile show. So. One of our sponsors, Herbst Reptile Shows. We talk about them every week. We're going to talk about them again this week. I want to give you a rundown of the the shows coming up. We don't have anything this weekend.
2: Thank you, Jason. It's been... I'm so glad that I'm at home all weekend. (laughs) It's been
0: three weekends in a row. This weekend, I get to sleep in on Saturday.
2: And it's supposed to rain. We're going to get good sleep on Saturday. Uh,
0: The next Herbst Reptile Show is Stafford, Texas, May 1st and 2nd. The Pueblo, Colorado <laughs> show, which is May fifteenth and sixteenth, which I will not be yet because that is light well, years we'll away be. from here. You will be. Robert will be there. We'll with sixteen a,
1: hours for me each way.
0: That's sixteen too many. Oh. Uh you'll be taking a, a big Did old you truck
2: do that with you in one day.
1: No, we're going to leave Thursday morning, and we'll drive to maybe like Childress or Amarillo, uh, which is about ten or eleven hours, and stay the night there, and then get up the next morning and drive the last six or five hours to be there in time to set up.
0: And Pueblo, historically, has been a pretty good show for you.
1: Uh, yes, it was my last show to sell everything, to have to sell out well uh, until, ba- until, Bea- until Beaumont. And, 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 and Slidell. Slide yeah. slide uh, Slidell was crazy. I was basically sold out by noon on Saturday.
0: Yeah, you had one one-tub rack. We'll get to that in a second. Hold on. Uh, yeah. May 22nd, 23rd is Austin, Texas. And then uh, June 5th and 6th, is Lafayette, which you weren't at the last Lafayette show. That was a really good show for everybody, which really surprised me. I did not expect Lafayette to turn out that way, and it did.
2: And I'm so excited. The building is almost completely done being re... Oh, it's going to look so good. I can't wait. Uh,
0: And then the big one, June 12th and 13th, the 100th Herps Reptile Show, Conroe, Texas.
2: I feel like I'm having to mentally psych myself up for that. Just based off of this weekend in Slidell, like it's gonna be Slidell this weekend times five.
0: I don't think so. I don't know. All right, so what is Slidell? Was Sean said, and he thinks that Slidell is the biggest show ever for her. I don't doubt it. Now there are a couple things that played into that. We hadn't been to Slidell in a while because of of COVID. Slidell is usually a pretty big show, but it's kind of got bigger because I think because of that. But uh. That was a crazy show. Like, like Robert, like you said, you, you sold out. You brought 23 racks to that show and 26. sold 26. And you sold 25 of them uh, pretty much by noon on Saturday. And then, our buddy, and then our buddy April bought the one, one tub rack the next morning.
2: I, I worked yeah. the register up front to help that weekend. Mm-hmm. And we always play a game when we Z out our registers at the end. Now, our register <laughs> is just for cash sales, So, if you have a big credit card day. Oh, I want
0: to interrupt you because I want to make sure everybody knows what your register total was when you left the, uh, temple show. Your, your register total was $666. It
2: was, it was, uh, that was on Easter Sunday. Yeah. Easter,
0: Easter Sunday. It was six, six, six.
2: Uh, they added a dollar to my till for me. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so we always kind of like laugh and joke to see who's registered, like who did the most entries or whatever. Mine mm-hmm. was over $4,000 on Saturday.
0: That's just Saturday. Cash.
3: Wow. Yes. And, that's, and
2: that's just cash. And that's like, just one and register. And we had an insane amount of credit cards that day. And that was just one of the three registers. Um, this was actually the first show where my register didn't have the most sales. Um, did
0: Lori? Uh,
2: no, Gina did. Oh, okay. Lori does will call. I thought you to say
0: Lori doesn't work.
2: And cool. Will <laughs> calls were in. Sane,
0: but yeah, that show—that uh, was a lot of people. Yeah. Good thing, good thing, you can't catch COVID at a reptile show. <laughs> <laughs> or do yes. you? I had my, I had my or mask so I, heard. On. I had my mask near me.
2: You were behind a table, though, away from people.
0: I was behind. I didn't walk around the show until Sunday morning. And when before, you walked around so, Sunday morning,
2: I saw you with your mask. Yeah. So.
0: I was behind my table the entire time until Sunday morning.
2: There you go. You socially distanced. So, but
0: but Herps Conroe is the 100th show. Uh, and
2: there's going to be so much extra stuff there. Yeah,
0: I'm enjoying. I am can't wait till Chris Keaton comes down and has to see what it's like to be in the South.
2: I am excited to see him.
0: So I'm going to make sure I have some, some vegetables and fresh game for him to eat. And fish. I'm
2: going to get a bunch of berries.
0: Oh, you can pretty much get any,
2: and anything that's grown
0: outside. He hasn't eaten it. So it's going to be
2: great. And we're making s'mores the real way.
0: Yeah. Chris Eaton's never made s'mores without using a microwave. <laughs> I'm like who the, who the hell's only used a microwave? Never mind. I'm
2: going to fix that. I'm what's take what's care
0: sad of is he lived in the wilderness. Well, he lived in Colorado, like in a nice oh. house, like on land. Like he had the opportunity.
2: But you just said a nice house on land. Why did he need to leave that nice house on That's land? True. That's true. Just because you have the land doesn't mean you're camping on it.
0: Uh, and so anyways, <laughs> that was that was Herps. You want to give us our blurb for our other sponsor that you have pulled up?
2: Yeah, our blurb for our other sponsor that has sold out two weekends in a row. That is true. Are you looking for never, a-
1: never I've never been so proud to be a sellout.
2: I know. <laughs> Are you looking for a high-quality PVC rack? Look no further than Lone Star Reptile Racks. They offer a variety of sizes for all types of snakes, geckos, rats, and more. You can even order something custom. Shipping is available, or you can plan to pick up at a Herps Reptile Show near you. Visit com to reach out to Lone Star Reptile Racks and place your order today. Think, think and so. I would highly yeah. recommend placing that order to make sure you get one at a show. Yes,
0: yeah,
3: so and if you
2: plan on yeah. buying at
0: a show, you better be there within the first two hours.
1: I I could have sold four times what I sold at that show. I had someone offer me a hundred dollars to refund a customer that had bought a rack and let them buy it. <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah.
3: That's kind of funny yeah, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: you you did get to uh, show off your new one tub rack
1: with the plexiglass yeah. top. And lights.
0: Yeah. Lights.
2: I didn't see yeah. it. I was so mad.
1: Some, some guy bought the one with lights for an albino Aatrox. So that's going to be interesting to be able to see his rattlesnake in it. Yeah. I heard a- you guys then, talk
2: about him and then I didn't get to see him in person before. Yeah. So it's, a,
1: it's a single tub rack.
0: You know, called a rack, but single tub. Uh, the back half is the PVC is fine. The front half of the lid has a window, an acrylic uh, window. So You can see mm-hmm. in on your animal, and then there are LED lights that you can turn on. So it's more of a, it's less of a a rack and more of an enclosure. You can see in it. You can see your animal. It just happens to be in a tub. Yep, and it's and it's a, cr- a crystal clear tub too.
1: Douglas Ray White bought the other one, and yes, he, uh, he was going to put that new pine snake that he got, Applegate or Apple something. I don't remember. Something he'd been looking for forever. That he finally got this weekend, he was going to put in it for a while until it gets too big for it. So that should we, be interesting. Will
0: you have some of those at Stafford.
1: Oh yeah, I'm going to bring like four of them to Stafford.
0: And then also on, on your on your little burb blurb when it says other dubia roaches, yes, That's, that rack. Yeah, I saw someone kind of ask you again about it online about your dubia mm-hmm. roach rack. So yep. And then we have a new sponsor, and I'm very very happy to. Yeah,
2: I got to get a blurb for them.
0: You do. Because we spent uh, most of Saturday, hung out at our table Saturday. We spent Saturday with them. It is the Rua's.
1: (laughs) He just messaged me. That's funny. Like (laughs) as soon as you said his name, I got a message from him.
0: Uh, Amanda and Dallas Rua, who are opening up their new pet shop, Wiregrass Exotics in Ozark. They came to the show and picked up a bunch of animals for their new shop. And we talked about their new shop. Uh, It's going to be really cool. They're going to have a hot room. So they're giving. Yeah. They've got a, a glass door and a big window on the wall there. You can see into it, and they said they would do individualized tours of the hot room. And so that I actually picked up a couple of copperheads this weekend. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be an awesome, an awesome pet store once they get that set up there in Ozark. Anybody in that whole area, Dothan, Troy, Montgomery, that whole part, or anywhere in Alabama, you want to take a trip? Once they're open up in,
1: that sounded like a country band. Dothan, Troy, Montgomery. Dothan, Troy, Montgomery. I mean, um, wouldn't doubt it from that, that area. Yeah, I'll go visit that to see their store. I think that'll
0: be cool. I do. Want, they said they're going to be open this summer, so we're going to take a. I think we'll take a little road, road trip.
2: Road trip.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: They also are part of the reason that Robert sold out. They, they showed up and like, hey, we're going to buy half of Robert's, a third of Robert's stuff. <laughs> they, bought, they bought five of them. They ruined it for everybody this weekend.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, but thanks to, thanks to their generosity, we're going to have some pretty cool stuff coming up on the podcast. I'm, I'm working on, uh, a new piece of equipment that's going to make our podcast a little more professional. So, it's I mean, awesome. still won't be that professional as the three of us, but it'll sound better. And I'll get fun little sounds and noises while Rachel cleans stuff in the background. <laughs>
1: No, she's getting ice. I said it's ice. I can hear it. It's ice. She's like trying to be as quiet as she can, too. <laughs> not even close.
2: It's ice. I don't yeah. think anybody who tries to be quiet with ice has ever actually succeeded.
1: Yeah, especially I- not when you're putting it in a metal cup. <laughs> yeah, <it's> for- <laughs> with, with wine?
2: Me?
1: No, no wine tonight. No, just no water. Water. The
3: night's not over yet. The
1: night's not over yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we did find there out be- in... Uh, in Beaumont, you can fit an entire bottle of wine in Katie's cup. Yeah, I
2: feel like I feel like this is turning into judgment. It's
0: not I judgment. I'm just saying it. It may, in case anybody's ever wondering, those big like 32 ounce tumblers can fit an entire bottle of wine. A
2: giant Yeti cup.
0: Yeah, yeah. with yep. with some with some ice.
2: Just don't fill it all the way with ice.
0: Yeah, leave a little room. All right. So let's go ahead and get to our judgment. True
2: wine people are now like cringing because they're like, "Oh my god, you put ice, ice. in her wine." Ah. <laughs> uh, I like it cold. I can't, but...
0: <laughs> so let's get to our guest. Our guest...
2: is <laughs> laughing at me.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not surprised. Our guest <laughs> has been on the podcast one, two... This is the fourth time. We tried to line it up. I, I made a comment on like our 20th episode. I have him on every 20 episodes and stuff came up, but we're close. We're only two episodes past. There you go. But our guest is Joe Phelan Please. from Poor City Pet.
2: <laughs>
4: Hey, thanks for having me again.
2: Absolutely.
4: It I feels seen, like it's been longer than the last time.
0: I
2: know. It does. Like,
0: I feel like I have not talked to you in forever. Yeah. My, my, my like original little group of reptile friends, we did, we did get to see April this weekend. She came down. That and, was fun. And she sold a bunch. She sold pretty good. She sold a couple of bloods, I think, mm-hmm. and a little gecko, one of those barking geckos that she has.
2: It didn't come home with me. I was sad.
1: And okay, she that. sold her beak snakes.
4: Oh,
0: that's right. She sold the beak snakes. Ah, that
1: almost killed her on camera. <laughs> yes. yeah.
0: She was happy to get rid of the beak snakes. Those went quick. Someone bought those. Like, before the show even opened Saturday.
1: She tried to give them to me. I'm like, no.
0: <laughs> it's like, no, I watched those things bite you.
1: She's like, just buy me dinner tonight. You can have them. No, she didn't say that, but it was almost like
4: that. I think everyone's had those snakes in their collection that, like, You know, they're cool for a few months, and then by the end of, like, year one of keeping them, you're like, somebody, please. Like, you're just, yeah.
2: I feel like that's how you felt after the hog nose with the way it
0: pooped. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, this hog nose would be great. And then it shit, and I said, this hog nose is not great.
2: (laughs) My whole house smelled like that for, like, two days. It was
0: absolutely horrific. My carpet python shit the other day, and I didn't know it until I looked in the cage hog nose shit in a tub I could smell it when I'd enter my house
3: yeah
4: well I think that's like uh with any other say a human you know the way it comes out and it looks the stool is pretty (laughs) important and I think if we were to look at a hog nose and be like we're probably feeding it the wrong thing like mine was always runny disgusting like smelled like
2: I don't even know It smells. it's it's
4: Like something was just rotting in its gut yes. for weeks. Yeah, it was, nasty it was a hell.
2: worse smell than like coming home to finding a <laughs> nope, frozen... Nope,
0: nope, no, 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 it's not. It's not worse than a dead rat. No. 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 I mean, it's bad. I mean, and it's funny because all snake people know exactly what dead rat smells like. The instant you smell it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's one of those things like, oh, fuck, now I got to go find it. I have go it find a, it.
2: I found it. I, I walked into a building one time at a school and could smell that. And I was like, oh. Yeah, and a- one of the teachers was like, we're not really sure what that is. I'm like, I can tell you exactly <laughs> what it is. I that, got
0: snakes. <laughs> that one's always interesting. When you go somewhere, like, not snake related, and you can smell dead rats, you're like, there's a dead rat around here somewhere.
2: And then nope. they look at you like you're crazy because you are aware of what that smell is.
1: One of our female ball pythons that were growing up, if you give her a rat that's just a little bit too big, she will kill it and drag it back on top of her heat and not eat it. Ugh. And she'll be like laying on it. So you're like, okay, good. It's not there. You'll look in the tub. And, and then like the next day or so, you'll walk in the snake room and you're like, fuck. And you go straight to her and open her up. <laughs> Sure
2: enough. She hides yeah. it from you. That's funny. Yeah. I've had some,
1: some Sambos do that. They'll grab it,
0: drag it back. They'll wrap it up. You're like, all right, we're good. And then you're just like, yeah. no, nah, this, we got one eating. I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah. How one of my female Sambos will do that too. She'll grab it, wrap it up and not eat it.
0: Ugh. And it's always a pain. Cause like they'll bring it down into <sighs> okay. the Aspen and like hide it. Mm-hmm. it. That's why I said at one point I started ordering just black mice just so they were easier to see in the Aspen when they wouldn't eat. them. I
3: remember when you did that.
0: Yeah. 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 Because white yeah, mice sometimes to, are harder to see. When
1: they do that, you got to change the whole thing out. Yes, yeah, you're that's, never getting that smell up. That smell soaks into the into the wood. Mm-hmm. Dead? Yes. <laughs> so Sorry. Rachel's sorting rats right there to go upstairs. <laughs> Speaking of dead rats, there was one in the tub.
0: That, is it still fresh enough to feed out? Because you could do that. Yeah, yeah. They're fine. You can still feed it. <laughs> so. Huh? Joe what, is, Joe, what have you been up to lately? Since right. I haven't talked to you in, like, it feels like a year.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now I'm just feeding some colubrids up and getting ready for breeding season. Um, a lot less breeding this year than, say, in, like, the last few years. I look forward to honestly not having uh, hundreds of babies. So, yeah. It's kind of – it's one of those, uh, I don't know, collections oftentimes wax and wane. Yeah. Um, would this be a waning? Is is waning when it gets smaller? It is a waning year. Yes. So uh, yeah, that's
0: where we're at. Have you got any projects where you're like, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while and you're finally getting to do it this year?
4: Not 100%, but kind of. There's still something that I haven't fully figured out in which I have some babies that are old enough for me to have a good idea of what's happening. And then I can kind of make better plans on what I want to do with the project going forward so I'm definitely going to move that project forward this year which is super cool and um, yeah it's a project that really no one has so yeah sweet
2: that sounds exciting
4: yeah How are- and
2: a little terrifying at the same time
0: <laughs> it, it, it's definitely scary when no one has and you're like just don't die just don't die just
4: don't die well yeah I have enough babies to be past that point now okay, that's good well, that's, awesome.
0: that's good because, yeah. like, that's – I don't – snake people understand, like, every every now and then something just dies. And it's always going to be the thing that you, like, really don't need to die the moment it dies.
1: Like, yes.
4: I've had that where it's, like, the nail in the coffin for a project as far as uh, whether it be, like – sometimes it's even my motivation to go forward. It's like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah, it's – It's like, yeah, that, that knocked me back six years. So, uh, yeah, maybe – Maybe I'll just call it quits. Looks
0: well, like I was planning on breeding my uh, my female boa. I had fattened her back up after surgery she had last she year. She looks
2: phenomenal. She's doing
0: great. And then my male died. Just out of nowhere, mm-hmm. the male died. I was like, I've got males, but they're all young. Like, I'm growing up males for <clears> other projects. I'm like, all right, well, I guess we're waiting all whole another year, hopefully. And I'll have something ready.
4: And I feel like you place so much value on your females, but one male dying could 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 ruin ruin three or four projects right well especially
0: especially in that pairing the male is the better of the two the female looks okay but the male is the one that made all my babies look so good and i know he did and then i'm like shit
4: so that's what happened yeah with a bunch of my projects actually uh uh, for whatever reason my males tend to be better looking than my females
0: yeah it it sucks it really sucks how are those louisiana pines
4: Um, so I gave them actually, I gave them to Jay Jacoby here in PA. Um, so he's doing a bunch of stuff with them. We have pretty much now like three distinct lines of them going on. So he's going to be working with the project going forward. Um, I've been kind of not sure if I have to move to New York for my job. So that's why it was getting really weird. And uh, yeah, so living in like a 500 square foot apartment, I really needed to pare down what I have, and uh, so that's why that's part of the the waning is the fact that I may have to move, and then also I have a rhino iguana now, oh, so wow. that's taking precedence over a lot of other things. Is that in your big ass cage that you built at one point? Um, no, I actually, I sold that and I just bought one that someone made for me. I just had someone, I had someone build an eight footer. I was like, eh, I think this will work out better PVC. You know, I was doing the whole wood thing and finishing it and sealing it. You know, I did pretty much all the hard part, but then I was like, you know, how long is this really going to last? So, uh, yeah, fuck it. Just get the, the PVC and, uh. So that's what I did, and then my rhino's on top of that. My rhino's only like thirteen inches long, so she's in a a four foot uh, PVC enclosure.
0: Is it one of those? Uh, was it the banana ones or whatever, or is it?
4: There's I like have the no yellow idea what you're talking. There's what? a. There's
0: There's they're, they're, they're yellow. <laughs>
2: now Joe's like, oh my god, there's different kinds.
0: <laughs> there's someone at Conroe. We'll bring like they have like a pair of adults that they bring and they sell. I want to say they're like banana.
2: Google it. I'll let you know. In just banana.
4: Oh, <laughs> are, banana pectinata.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Yeah, those are different. Oh, I'm I sure those are gonna be
0: the iguanids.
4: Those are going to be the the tenosaurs. Um So that's going to be like a Mexican spiny tail iguana, I believe, is the common name.
2: Um, uh, this thing is wicked looking. Oh yeah, it's
4: cool looking. looking. Yeah. yeah. There's also like a.
2: I guess Ooh, in my I mind, like, other I'm other like, oh, it's an good.
4: iguana.
0: Yeah, no, it's green iguana is the only one. Not Once you get past green iguana, iguana, the rest of them look really, really cool. Yeah,
2: this
0: not is that so... green iguanas don't look cool, but we're all burnt out on green iguanas. This is really neat looking.
2: Do they have the same temperament? No, they're better.
4: All those nah. are <laughs> green. Is yours not good? Um, so, so the like the spiny tails? can be very, very skittish. I think you would have a very similar with a pectinata. You would have a very similar experience with like a green iguana, especially when you're talking about males and stuff like that. Like they can definitely tame down, but they can also definitely not tame down. It's uh It's a risk you're willing to take. It's not going to be like somewhere in Louisiana, having it outside, probably like eight months of the year, you could have it outside there. It would be a great pet in Louisiana, (laughs) especially if it ends up being an asshole, then you can just let it (laughs) do its thing out there. And also you can have an enclosure big enough to where you can sit in it yourself. Like that's the biggest, the biggest factor of having it in my room is first of all, it's getting used to me being in my room, which is good. But what would be better is if the enclosure was big enough for me to get in it. And just so it's used to my like legitimate presence. It's smart enough right now to know that there's a piece of glass in between us. Gotcha. And when I open that glass, it's like, nah. And then (laughs) sometimes she'll actually scratch on the glass for me to open it. And she'll, she'll, I'll open it. I'll go to the other side of the room and she'll come out and then I start moving around and then she goes back into the enclosure and then I close it. So like it's cool in the way that they're so smart that she's
2: training you. She's training you to get her way.
4: That's how these intelligent animals work though, right? <laughs> like your dog trains you, all these intelligent animals. So it is um it, it's a sentient thing, man. It's it's not the same as having any other reptile.
3: That's so cool. Yeah, cuz I've
0: seen like a lot of like the Florida guys will have basically what we would normally think of like a those big bird cages, like like when you see it at a zoo, they have those wire bird cages, but they use they'll use them for the rock iguanas and stuff, with big branches for them to climb up on, and maybe water features for them to lay in. And I, I I really want at some point I'm going to get a few lizards. I really want. I've gotten more and more where I want um
1: things with legs though. Things.
0: Well, only a few though. I like the uh, like well, Aki's. I really want to get like a trio of Akis, like a nice size cage with a trio of Aki's, just to watch really just to watch the social aspect of those guys and you've got a a like big monitor and little monitor body. And so you get all the intelligence and and everything they do, and the more I watch them I'm like I, I really want that because it's i I'd, I'd love to have something like a a savannah monitor, like a big savannah monitor, but I just know that the kind of space that thing needs. I just I'm not I'm not willing to give that much space in my house for something that big.
4: There's a lot of really cool annuls that you can get. And like down there you could have outside, you could have like 30 of something. That's badass. And they all like have their little hierarchy and interact I like with those each other. Big, a lot. Uh,
0: those big Cuban under the night annuls. I think those things yeah. are awesome. And I've seen some videos lately of, of the, all the different colors that come in now and it's not just green. And so I really think those are going to start to take off once people start breeding those more. I think like a blue Cuban nightingale is going to be a really big seller versus like a chameleon because the Cuban nightingale is going to be so much easier to take care of than a fragile chameleon. I like
2: lizards. Yeah. They're,
4: they're just all, seemingly not that nice, cool. unfortunately. Not yet, I, maybe, maybe. Yeah,
0: I think it's not yet. I, I think because well, all the ones you see now are caught in the wild in Florida and so yeah, the other pissed off because some guy plucked it off the side of a tree in Miami where it
2: was living it's best <laughs> life man
0: and now you and now you put it in an exotera front opening cage you go you're gonna love me and it just doesn't work that way
2: yeah,
4: yeah and even the even the cbb's you're talking about a still a guy in Florida outdoor enclosure yeah. you don't know it's not really that one-on-one type of situation where you're building relationships and these animals are like uh I don't want to say tamed but you know they have some interaction and they have multiple generations. They're a little
2: more docile. Yeah.
0: yeah. I have noticed at reptile shows that lizards are getting more of a push now. People, people, well, it's funny.
2: Because lizards are
0: cool. Well, they are. They eat too much. <laughs> so That's my only problem. Is they want to eat like every day or every other I day. I mean, and I'm you want
2: to eat multiple times a day.
0: Yes, but I like my animals lazy. <laughs> so, uh, but I've, it was funny. I, I watched the comments, people that came to the show on Saturday, and then they would leave comments on the show, on the Herp Slidell show thing. And someone was like, it's a ball python show. I'm like, it really wasn't a ball python. One, none of the ball python breeders have anything left to sell right now. So they weren't there. And I was like, and someone was pissed off because there were almost no bearded dragons. And I was like, so you wanted a whole show full of bearded dragons? And they basically said There were yes. a ton
2: of bearded dragons. They, they should have like
4: 10 years ago. Where the fuck were they?
0: Well, no, they, they weren't everywhere. a certain they weren't a certain bearded dragon morph, and I'm like, well, that doesn't make it a ball python show because your one expensive bearded dragon morph isn't at this show, right? And also it depends an on what season it is. Right. Also, I feel it's- like
4: that's just like something that everyone says now. Yes. like it's kind of cliche, and people just repeat what they what other people well, say. And this
1: this show was could have been farther from being a ball python show. There were only. What Brandon and Tim Bailey, they were the only two like big oh, ballpot tables there. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. And even uh last time I saw Tim Bailey at a show, he has other stuff. He had oh, some yeah. Yeah. and stuff going on. So Oh yeah, he does. So this is probably like the most diverse time in the hobby uh, since the I've been that years. serious in it. Yeah. Since yeah, everything my- was wild caught, you know, like since wife, it was. My wife all carried input. a blue be- blue beauty around all day.
1: Beaumont. At Beaumont, and then Russell had that cave rat snake, that uh, cave-dwelling rat snake. Ridley Eye? Yeah. Which is yeah, funny, because those, those are two cool. snakes
0: historically, you would not go, oh, look, I held this really calm, and then fill those in there. That's not <laughs> yes. how it would normally go.
4: Anything called racer is just not really? a good time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: But that Blue Beauty was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it was huge, too. Oh, it was every bit of, what, seven feet, probably? Yeah. and awesome. uh, Heavy and just super calm.
0: Well, and it's one of those snakes. A lot of those big colubrids are those snakes where, like, if you look at the first third and the last third of their body, you would never assume it's the same snake. Yeah. And that, and that was definitely one of them. Like, that pattern is so different. Well, and it kills me, someone calls it a ball python show. I'm like, you should have been around in, like, 2008.
1: <laughs> those were all, <laughs> those ball, all ball python shows. right?
0: Those were, like, you can enjoy watching about a quarter of the show, and the rest of it's going to be ball python <laughs>
4: It's right. also all anyone wanted too, though. So it's yeah. like, and then all of a sudden, people want other things, and all of a sudden, shows are all diverse. It's just kind of uh, it's the, the market, which is unfortunate. We like to think that uh, everyone's doing what they love, but that's just <laughs> not that's not what's happening. People are just adjusting to what people want, and now people want diversity, so there's more diversity. So keep on wanting <laughs> diversity; there'll be diversity. Well, it's funny now pricing on stuff because i saw
0: emperor scorpions for like 200 this past weekend like that's insane wow. they used to be almost nothing but the problem is you can't import them anymore you know yep. and so when you if when you're in the hobby long enough you see things that were super cheap 20 years ago that now you're like holy shit and someone's gonna pay for it someone's gonna pay for next it next now King i was just about nah, i know i wasn't gonna bring it up thanks a lot robin <laughs> Uh, I had to be kidding to it.
2: Not harping on it. Just saying.
0: I had Doomerals to that whole list of things that is crazy now.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm really hoping hoping that Rainbow Bow over there is pregnant because I really like the prices they're at now because they're not $125
4: anymore. Yep. Thank you, uh, Pet Tubers. Yeah. All this stuff. That's honestly why we have diversity is because pet tubers like needed more content. So they just bought random shit that they probably couldn't, couldn't keep. But then again, like you don't ever see
0: it again. again.
4: But I mean, it gets people interested and then all of a sudden people want all these different things, which is, uh, you know, it's kind of a double edged sword, right? Yeah. That's Uh, why everybody wants to welcome to the reptile hobby. hobby. It's really one (laughs) big double edged sword.
0: (laughs) I uh Oh, I am, I think tomorrow, I haven't told Katie, I'm going, tomorrow I'm going to get my uh, new Louisiana pine snake.
2: And what time are you oh, doing you are. this?
0: I, I'm probably going to be doing it when I need to be doing something else.
2: Yeah, because it's Thursday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm still going to get a pine snake. We'll figure it out. Pine, <laughs> pine snake take precedence.
2: So that means you're going to cut the grass when you get out of school oh, tomorrow? No, I can't
1: cut the grass. You know I can't cut the grass. Well, bad. then
2: you've got to take our kid to dance.
0: You know what? Our kid can walk. She can hitchhike. She's old enough. No, sir. She knows what creepy people look like. She'll be good.
2: Very texting (laughs) mom. Very texting my dad later.
0: (laughs) Anyway. I'm going to get a female. So we're moving to Texas this summer. And I wanted to get a female before I move. Wait, What? Yeah, we haven't talked in forever. No, I said what this the in a group fuck chat. What the
4: going on? on here? Here?
0: This
1: is in a group chat. I know I've
4: told oh, you this. Oh man.
1: Yo, know, they're they're literally looking at the house two doors down from me.
2: No, it's already been taken.
4: Okay, well, they're two doors <laughs> behind me. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you guys going to be teaching yes. elsewhere?
2: Yes. yes. Teachers make teachers a lot Teachers in the district that we're looking at make twenty thousand a year more there than yeah. they do here, and we're a two teacher household. It's when you factor that in with all the opportunities for our daughter, plus all the reptile opportunities for him, it's it's a no win. Yeah, like, someone's it's a, it's a, someone's
0: yeah. got a growing business making uh, snake racks, and they may need uh, extra help later on.
2: Yeah, well, there's I no way about it. <laughs> I can teach anywhere, so. And we all know I'm gonna make friends with a fly on the wall if it's still long enough. Are so
0: really friends so, when you so. force them to talk to you? Sure, it is.
1: Okay.
2: I can tell people you're gonna be my friend. It's okay.
1: You're my oh, well, friend now.
2: I mean, I got all of y'all. Let's go.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but there's an added bonus for me that
2: <laughs> I get more than just friendship. Well, that's because you put more time in and bought me pretty jewelry. Well,
0: you're saying right now someone came in and put in more time; they get more than friendship from you. That's
2: they buy it. me. They buy me better jewelry than you did. Maybe.
0: Well, shit, I'm poor. I got it. <laughs> uh anyway so yeah i'm gonna get a female so and then i gotta get paperwork from my guy so that i can make sure when someone comes to my house i can go hey look i have paperwork these are captive but i want a big female pine because i'm never gonna let my male get really really big uh and i don't know if i'm gonna breed them because that's a whole other can of worms especially in texas uh but yeah i can legally own them there i just gotta follow the right procedures
4: yeah. Yeah, mine was like uh about the the size of a wine bottle as far as thickness and I was like, "Oh. Yes. That's super cool. It it didn't seem that big until like he was puffing up and then uh, getting super skinny and then super fucking wide. Um so cool though.
0: So I'm I'm hoping that my female <laughs> is as calm as our male. We'll see. Uh, I'm
4: gonna go get it tomorrow. Yeah, you're the only person uh, who has that experience with them because I literally just had someone message me the other day, like, "Hey, you want these? Uh, my patience is about through with them." It's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, i just. I honestly
0: think I just. I held my mail like so much when I got him. I don't I was think so he had happy. a choice
2: but to tolerate. Was him gonna have to and nice. deal with you because he was like, "This human, this human is touching me again." <laughs>
4: <laughs> Welcome to the world of reptiles again. Yeah, that's pretty much just right. like tolerance, general mm. tolerance. Like <clears throat> I mean, he's super calm, unless
0: he's probably the most food aggressive snake I have, though. Oh yeah, like my, my Sambo's mm. will sw- strike quickly at food, but the pine snake, if he knows there's food and you open the tub, he's coming out for food, and he's gonna grab whatever's the closest thing to him.
4: Yeah, some of mine were that that experience in which they. We're just ready to go. And then even some of my nicest ones, because those ones were the ones that weren't shy. Some of them were so shy that even if you open the tub, it would be a little bit reclusive.
0: I would I would throw – every now and then I'll feed him one big meal. But a lot of times I'll feed him like four mice. So I'll just throw a handful of mice in there. And I try and aim it at him so he'll grab one in midair so I can close the tub. But if he doesn't get them and he freezes and then he starts looking at me and I'm like, oh, shit, now I can't move. Because the moment I move, he's just going to keep coming towards me as if I'm food. So. It's it's it's, it's fun. <laughs> Yes, I uh, oh my king snake! I bought a speckled king snake a few weeks ago. We're talking those about are bad fun. smells. It reminded me. It smells really bad.
4: Yeah.
0: It, Especially after you feed it. it other snakes. It, yeah, it's eaten three sambos since I had it. So it enjoyed those.
1: I, I'm guessing when when you got home from the show last weekend, that sambo was no longer in there with it? It was gone. Yeah, <laughs> okay. when I
0: left on Friday for the show, I threw a sambo in there, and she didn't go straight for it. So I was like, all right, you two are going to live together for the weekend. Uh, I have a feeling they didn't live together for long after I left the house.
3: Yeah.
4: So. Oh, she enjoyed it. That's why you don't cohab. Right. <laughs> Especially <laughs> with a
0: <the king> snake. <laughs> she enjoyed the cohabitation. It was great. And before anybody says anything, these were Sambo's that weren't eating. They were they were going to die They're, anyways. All right. We're, we got it. <laughs> you like to torture snakes. Yes. Uh, so, anyways, our question this week, going back to the moving. What do you You look like you're from Star Trek.
4: <laughs> What's the guy? Uh, isn't it RoboCop? Oh, uh, yeah. What was the thing it was there? With
0: the thing over his eyes? Oh.
4: <laughs> anyways,
0: our question this week aimed at the fact that we're moving. Uh, What are some tips and tricks uh, you have for moving with reptiles? So I want to go through what people have said, and then we'll talk to you because I know you had a very interesting trip from Texas to Philly. Uh, And then once you got to Philly.
4: And and New York to Colorado, Colorado to Texas, Texas to Philly. And Philly to Philly. When you changed house. <laughs> that was the worst, to be honest. It was more of the dodging the crackhead on the way out, and that's no exaggeration. Uh, he uh, was literally looking at the snakes and offering to buy them. With oh, what? Yeah. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah.
0: So, Sean McCarthy said uh, it's something he's not looking forward to in October, so he's apparently moving. I- I'm not looking forward to it at, at all. It- it's completely different if you have, like, five snakes versus 50 snakes, but... We'll get to that. Uh, well,
1: I, I got kind of a crash course in it during the freeze because we had to pack all the snakes up in the middle of the night and move them when our generator went out. So, uh, yeah, that was that was not fun at all. Well, that's that fits what I'm sure you had to do this, is what Todd
0: Autry said. Get extra everything, bags, retainers, heat packs, cool packs. Anticipate every single part of the thing going wrong, basically. And have extra If you everything. think you
1: need 50 bags, buy 75. Because yeah. inevitably you won't be able to find some or something will happen. Because we were using pillowcases and everything we could find. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Peace said
0: he moved 10 minutes away <laughs> last summer. Thought he'd be slick and keep snakes in the rack, tape the tub shut, and he won't be doing that again. <laughs> I actually, when I moved across, well, from my last move from our house to this house, it was 15 minutes away. I did leave a lot of my stakes in there, but I have those little screen window clips and I just tightened them down really well. So they couldn't move. So the tubs couldn't come out. So I did do that, but I can't really do that this time because I'm going to try and get somebody to come over from Texas that has a trailer so I can load my racks into the back of the trailer. Wink, Ooh. wink, nudge,
1: nudge. you going to get Andy or something? Mm. <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try a little harder, I guess.
0: So uh, man, our, our buddy Tracy left a, a whole like, novel here. But Tracy did move. She moved from Texas to Colorado. So, unlike your Colorado Recently. to Texas. Uh, she made sure to feed everyone a week or two before. So, they all pooped, which is a good thing. Especially when you talk about, like, pillowcases. So, if someone is doing, like, a multi-day trip, you know, they may shit in the, on, on the first part of the trip. And if you don't have extra pillowcases, they're going to be sitting in shit the whole time. And inside of a pillowcase, it gets really gross depending on what the snake is. I can only imagine a full grown hog nose shitting inside of a pillowcase would be a nightmare. Yeah. Um. Oh, but basically she did that so they wouldn't poop or reek. Her. She also soaked each of them to make sure they were nice and hydrated before going. She put everything in deli cups and tubs, and then put all those into big open boxes. That way, when she stopped at a hotel for the night, it was easy to bring them all inside and make sure that those were the first boxes to go in. I also had one big box of all my heating mats, thermostats, and water bowls that I made sure were easy to get to. They all rode in the back seat of the truck so I could get keep the truck warm for them. I'll be doing the same this time, uh, but now I have made the drive so many times I won't have to stop for the night. Yeah, she's moving back to Texas, so now she gets to do it all over again. Uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting. When, when I moved here from Alabama, I had less snakes, but I still had quite a bit. But I had one of those big white like uh, coolers that you would see like on a boat, and I kept everything in that and carried that in the hotel with me. I can definitely say anybody out there thinking of like leaving your animals in the car overnight or like running your air conditioner or your heater in your car and letting that run over, don't do that. Just bring it into the hotel; it'll be fine. Just just hide it. But I've seen it go horribly wrong. People have killed their animals by leaving them in the car. Go, I'm just gonna leave the heat on low. And then the thermostat breaks in the car and it cooks everything.
4: Yeah, like that guy with the Owen Pelly pythons and the Pine Barrens. The oh, fuck, yeah. man? Come on, man. Yeah. Sneak him into the hotel, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you fucked the whole hobby. So, so Joe, you've moved
0: quite a lot. Your most recent, again, was Texas to Philly. And you you made that in one shot. You drove all the way there in one shot, didn't you?
4: Yeah, so I think there's there's factors that you can control, right? Which is, well, the most important factor is going to be temperature during this whole thing, and then anything in short exposure is okay, especially with gluebrid stuff like that. Um, I'm sure Robert probably saw a certain amount of this during the freeze and things like that. That like, uh, yeah, obviously you want your temperature to be constant the whole time. But if it's going to get lower for a period of time, you want it to be as sure as possible. So say when I went New York to Colorado was, was my furthest drive, um, which I think ended up being probably about 30 hours or so, somewhere between 25 and 30 hours. And for that, since I knew it was going to be longer, I had insulated coolers in which I set up a heat pad with a thermostat. I had, like, a car adapter to basically a regular wall outlet, and I just ran a thermostat on them. Uh, kept them at, like, 75 and just ran that the whole time. Um, on my way to Texas, I knew I wouldn't be able to do that because, honestly, I had a lot more animals that time around. Um, so I just put them in the back, and I just kept the thermometer in my car and tried to keep it at a normal A normal temperature, so there, my mentality was more like, Let's act like we're at a reptile show. What's going to happen at a reptile show? We go, we put them in the car, we keep them in the expo, which is going to be between you know probably 65 to 75 degrees most of the time. You're probably going to be at at 70 degrees, and they're fine like that for two to three days, right? So, take that that same mentality. Um, where you do get screwed is where say if you're doing something in a trailer or a u-haul i would try to avoid that as much as possible trailer 100 just do not put your animals in a trailer ever Uh, there's going to be crazy inconsistencies from the floor to the ceiling and if you're in texas chances are the whole damn thing's going to be an oven um even if you're in a u-haul Go we there,
3: have some bro.
1: vendor we have some vendors who have outfit their trailers specifically to transport their animals. So unless you have I mean, and they've insulated them and put air conditioning systems and generators. If you so have like unless a you have car, that makes sense. Yeah. You're gonna kill everything if
4: you do it, you know, just stick them in a hot trailer. Yeah. And then even a U Haul. So I had animals um in a U Haul one time. And just make sure you put them on the seats. The floors of the U-Haul were getting like you know twenty degrees hot. hotter than yeah. than the seats. So, and then even if if you're in a regular car and you have them in the seat, uh, put a blanket over them. Put some type of like I put this black canvas over the whole lot of my animals when I was moving from Texas to to Philly because just the sun beating down on them into these little deli cups. It will fry your animals. I mean, it's basically like an ant under a magnifying glass. Yeah. Well, and if you think so. about
2: it, when you're driving down the interstate on vacation, if the sun is on your side of the car, your arm gets hot in the window. Mm-hmm. So imagine that magnified inside.
0: Well, and most of us have seen the the person at a reptile show who bought a corn snake and then comes back two hours later and it's dead and hot in a delicate, They go, my snake died. Well, you put it in your windshield. and
1: like Or a sulcata tortoise like we had at one of the shows recently. Yeah.
4: And I didn't even know that those could die. So you yeah. die yeah. If they you set them it. on your dash when it's
1: in the 90s and go back into the show, yeah, they're pretty much done. That's
0: what people like. People don't understand when they go to a reptile show. You, if you're going there with the with the intention, or it doesn't matter, if you go there and you buy an animal, and from that point on, the rest of your day's schedule has changed. You now have to do everything with that animal. Now, you can do what many of us do and make sure that you're with someone who has a big purse. Or so have the vendor
4: hold it, which everyone would well, yeah, do if you, you just not, gave them money. But once you um, leave, I mean, once you leave, and if you're like, "I'm going to go eat,"
2: you know how many times yeah. I take reptiles in my purse in for with us for dinner
1: all oh, the yeah. time. Well, I'll, I'll say this on that note: if you're coming to a reptile show and there is the outside chance that you might buy a rack, and you have a truck at home and you have a Honda Accord at home, <laughs> drive the fucking truck. No, you please. know how many times. I've tried to fit a rack into a little car, and wa- I don't even do it anymore because I don't want to damage their car. That's, I tell them, here, uh, you can try and fit it in the there, weekend. but if you break the rack, it's still yours, and if you damage your car, it's not on me. And
3: the I mean, I favorite it this part of
2: the weekend, I love yep. to sit at the register and watch out the front doors, and I'm like, these people never played Tetris, because yep. they... Like, okay, so you left early because you sold out and James was working his table. So I actually rolled the cart out to the guy that picked it up late. First of all, his car was not cleaned out and ready to go. Second of all, he didn't have any of his seats folded down and didn't even know how to fold the seats down. I had to show him how to fold the seats down in his car to put this rack into his car. And he was like, this is my wife's car. I'm like, I don't care. You should know how to lay the seats down in this car.
1: I think that guy's had some kind of a brain injury. Just talking to him, uh, because <laughs>
2: are you trying? I'm not to make
1: being feel ugly.
3: Because
1: no, 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 I'm not trying. I'm not no, even I being can't. ugly. fun of someone who's. I, I think so. I hate to say it like this, but I'm definitely judging the, the situation. The I'm just they, saying it was not they well thought out. Did not seem like the kind of people that would be dropping the kind of money they dropped at the show as easily as they dropped it, unless they had just gotten some kind of a settlement. And he has a, <laughs> he, he had some tells that tell me that he had a TBI. Should we talk
2: about this on the podcast? Yes. Should
1: we talk about this later. Yeah, why not? So he, you know, he, um, I definitely think he had some kind of a traumatic brain injury that was affecting his entire life. So, um,
2: well, yeah. we we got it taken care of, we got it in the car. Was Thank that goodness. the one that, but you, I was just shaking my head. I was shaking my head. Walk, I'm like, now it wasn't as bad. There was somebody that bought a cage from Todd and showed up in like a Mustang or something to pick it up. And I he had, was like, and-
3: what is at Colorado,
1: in? or was that you? At, no, that was that was Todd. I was out there though. At no, Colorado, no, this was a show
2: that I was at, so it must have been Todd. Oh, idiots!
1: At, oh. at Colorado, I had a guy pre-order a six tub seventy. You know that thing's four and a half feet tall, and it's a big wreck. And <laughs> they showed up in a car, and I'm and they drove three hours from New Mexico. I'm like, I I don't. What, what and it was a pre-order. And like, they
2: knew what they were getting.
1: Yes. And he had even gotten me to send him the dimensions. He's like, oh man, I forgot. <laughs> so they drove three hours home, got their truck, <laughs> and oh, came hell. back the next morning. They drove back and didn't make it back in time. Got a hotel, stayed the night, and then picked the rack up the first thing Sunday morning and drove home.
2: That is an expensive rack.
1: Yes. I, uh, I will and say. Then, and then, and then, and then took it home and put an eighteen dollar thermostat on it, and burned up the heat tape. <laughs> uh, yeah. So
2: I will say this: talking about moving, and I, everybody that knows me knows I'm a planner. People make fun of me all the time for it, and that is okay because when I'm in charge, I make people fun of you for a lot of stuff. And people are fed; nobody goes hungry on my watch. Joe knows. He is
0: cute. Well, that was <laughs> that was like on Sunday. Callie comes to me. Go to what do you? we're doing for lunch. I was like, I, I don't know. Katie says she was eating here. So I, uh, I don't know.
2: Yeah. He just they, wasn't going to eat. They just, they, it was like
0: people just bring me I, food when it's lunchtime.
2: I, I didn't. And I was like, Oh, but anyways, I will say this when it comes to reptiles, when we moved last June, I, I hired a company to move our, to physically move our stuff for me,
0: but not the reptiles,
2: not the reptiles. I don't think James packed it was a great. single box for our entire house.
0: So I need you to figure out that for and this. I move. don't
2: think James unpacked a single box for our entire house because I had people come over and had his dad cook crawfish. So I fed them and they helped me clean and unpacking and it settled. But with that being said, I did not touch anything animal related other than our dog to move her. I 100% I, I didn't I,
0: do I need that. that. Same, I need that same deal this time. I'm night. okay with that. Or- Two, two I things I hate the so most. So
2: afraid of jacking something. There's two things I hate the most. Dog.
0: One, painting. I fucking hate painting. I love to paint. I refuse to do it. And two That's... is moving. Yep.
3: Yeah, I but
2: used to. I will say that is 100% his responsibility, and he does it beautifully. And
4: I grew up in a house where it's like we fix everything, we do everything, we mow the lawn, we do this and that, and now, now that, like, if I can have the money, <laughs> like, yeah, someone can paint this bitch, uh, yep. or like, do that kind of fix, uh, someone yep. can work on the boiler, I know my dad knows how to fix it, but I'm not gonna have the old man come over, and then I gotta help him and shit, yep. uh, yeah, no, So I grew
1: up on a farm, man, we fixed everything, uh, and I'll still fix a few things now, but I can't tell you the last time I mowed grass, or, <laughs>
2: Uh, I and I was thinking the other day it's supposed to rain Friday and Saturday.
1: I was driving the other day, and you know how you'll be driving, you know, for long periods by yourself, and you get kind of introspective and think about things. I was like, I may have mowed grass for the last time in my life. That is entirely a possible, you know, scenario that I may as not mow grass ever them. again.
2: As long as you teach your kid how to mow grass, then you're okay. Oh yeah, yeah. like Joe. Joe will get out and ride on the riding lawnmower for me. She's funny on the mom mower because she goes super slow.
4: <laughs> that was actually like the one thing I wanted to do. But, but my dad done. would never let me mow the grass because that was obviously his thing.
2: It, was he one of those dads that liked like the lines on the Because I don't really Oh, care He about would that. do
4: it like the like the outfield, like it was Yankee fucking stadium. <laughs> <Nice>. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't care. So again, he's like
4: play. I would much, he, he must've just liked listening to the mower over my mother. So he was like, eh, this is like,
2: <laughs> I will say this was the first time that we've ever had a riding lawnmower and it's, I totally get why guys were like, I'm going to go cut the grass and like drink beer and mow the lawn. I would and, totally I do mean, it. I don't drink beer, but I 100% get the satisfaction of riding on a riding lawnmower with just your thoughts. And cutting the grass.
0: If my allergies didn't hate me it's so awful. much, I'd cut the grass.
4: Just imagine, you know, he used to do like, you know, part of one strip is this height. The other strip yep. is that height. This yeah, and back and forth. That's high. when you get like, yeah, you're just bored.
2: <laughs> I, have a, I have a neighbor. I, have a, I, I had a neighbor growing up who would mow his lawn every like two days. And, uh, but that's how he was, like yeah, best, his, best just was a hobby. always perfect lines and immaculate.
4: Well, I didn't know until I was later, until I was older, but like my dad probably smoked weed before he started mowing the lawn. So that's probably it. <laughs> he just got all creative. I know I'll have it. If I ever do it again. (laughs) The only way Almo
1: Grass is I'm hot. I'm gonna let me tell you let me read y'all this message I just got. Hey, I know that you don't know me, we've never done any business before, but I keep all of my snakes in tanks right now. I'm thinking about switching to racks, but I'm not sure how I'm gonna like it. What would you be willing to let me take a rack home and use it for a couple of weeks, and if I like it, I'll pay you for it. What the fuck? who the fuck is I bold wish, enough to even ask that?
0: There's I new wish. business. We're renting out racks from now on. Yeah, rent no, that bitch out.
1: No, it's not rent. They didn't even ask to pay
0: No. Fuck it. Say yes, you'll do it.
1: You'll rent it out.
2: I wish our listeners could could see our faces right now because I, I'm,
1: I'm like, my response is do you go to Walmart and say I'm going to take this banana home and if I like it if it's the proper rightness, I'll pay you but if not, you know Sorry. I'm telling you, don't tell them we'll rent it a
0: hundred dollars a week.
3: Oh my gosh.
0: And then when we get it back,
1: we can rent it out again. Fucking shit, man. I just, I, <laughs> I've heard some crazy shit, but that that's right up there with the guy at New Orleans that asked me, Hey man, can I get a copy of your plan so I can build my own rack? Yeah. I love yeah. that. He was at the show this weekend. Yes. And he, same as last show, they didn't buy anything. They were there all day and didn't buy one damn thing because <laughs> he just wants the plans man come uh, on you know at least they're coming out to the shows so that's great but
0: uh, uh that's fun i've never heard somebody's like let me, let me borrow your product to see if i like it i mean i it's not like test driving a car like i get test driving, but This is not a product that is typically –
4: There's also like not much variability. I don't know. It's pretty obvious. And you're not going to like put your animals in it for a week and then be like, nah, this isn't working. And That's all you need is to to go to someone's
0: house that has like mites and then you go like, I don't like it. And you get it back and it's just full of mites now. Well,
4: that kind of individual isn't exactly – I mean I'm making a judgment here. They may have a TBI (laughs) as well. But they, like, are probably not the most cleanly, probably have, you know, some dirt bag yeah. collection. Is that me being an asshole? For sure. But it's probably That's definitely okay, yeah. true. They're um, going to throw, like, three normals at a fucking yellow belly in it or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Their collection of pastels. They, bought a, they yeah.
1: bought a banana, and so they're a professional breeder now. Oh, God. They'll have a YouTube channel next week telling, uh, trying to tell Justin how to how he's not keeping his snake right or something, you know? <laughs> What that did have someone t- what was uh, there was a post for someone No, was today. Asked- there was one today about uh, somebody asked about my my they said their incubator fluctuates one or two degrees depending on the ambient temperature in the room and stuff. And there's like this guy just going hard about if your incubator fluctuates one degree, you'll have shark mouth and you'll have this and that. And I'm like, bro, my shit dropped to 65 degrees for like six <laughs> hours. During the freeze, and all those babies came out fine. So he's like, everybody's on there saying it's okay as long as it's within the range. Do you really think a ball python nest in Africa stays exactly eighty-eight degrees for three months? Well, yeah, the so ball python the care guide. Finally, Justin Kabilka got on there and said, "Yes, my incubator fluctuates three or four degrees from time to time, depending on the weather." And and that actually shut the guy up because everybody's like, "Hey, you going to say something to him?" I mean, he's arguably produced more ball pythons than anybody on this page. I love no, how the- now
4: he's, like, undisputably God. Like, he right. was like, Ah, yeah, Justin said it. That's uh, <laughs> right. that's it. It stopped the whole conversation. It does get to that point with some of the breeders, though. We're like,
0: they bred up. Well, there was the one, someone questioned a genetic uh, thing that Justin bred. And then Justin commented and goes, look, I've done this for years with this gene. Well,
1: he said it that is project... He was 14 years into that project and before he released it, and he put a whole, uh, yeah, it's the one I shared. I said, This is the nicest, go fuck yourself I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, I get questioning. Like, it's, it does, I don't mind someone
0: questioning something that Justin does. But at that point, why don't you just message Justin and go, Hey, can you clarify this gene for me? Instead of, no, nah, I'd rather go on Facebook and bash this dude about something yeah. I don't own, I will never be able to afford, and I will never have in my collection.
1: But, but it, I want to go ahead it, and say negative stuff. But it, right it. kind of looks like this other gene. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, that's Paul that Pythons. Nice. Well, the it's Ball also – Like 50 things kind of look like something else. Like it's, there's a, right.
4: Yeah, there's like there's presidents for that, that sentiment, I guess. is like, oh, yeah, this looks like this. Is this a real Coral thing, glow I guess? And
1: banana. Yeah, granite and yellow belly and, yeah, a bunch of them.
4: Yeah, but I mean – I guess all the times it kind of comes down to source though, right? As far as like uh, do you trust this person? Do they take the proper measurements? You can assume that Justin probably took the proper measurements because he has too much reputation on the line to do otherwise.
0: And and he can afford to do a 10-year project and sell none of it.
4: The people who do those one-off projects that aren't real are all blowjobs. They're never like real – Yeah, if someone –
0: here's the key. If someone is breeding something and it's the first of what – first time ever and they're selling off a bulk of those babies, don't trust that person. Because if you've got a true first of whatever, most people, most good breeders don't sell shit from that. Right. They'll hold back a whole thing and go, all right, we're going to try it again. (laughs) And they'll do it until they got enough to sell and they go, all right, now it's – now I'm ready to go.
4: Yeah, especially if there's – it's kind of Go an through. interesting way as far as um, what the ball python folks do as far as building up. They pretty much build up an army of those and slowly leak them out. And yes. then they control the market and stuff like that. And it's like, uh, I don't know. I think it's good in it's in the right person's hands. And it's terrible yeah. in the wrong person's hands. Yeah, like, there were plenty of projects where they just they get dumped after a certain amount of time. And then you're looking like at something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Snides even. I would say it's, yeah. I mean, if you look at, the way Peter Call ran uh, the product in the beginning, I mean, it kept – honestly, that was run pretty good and then yeah. um still doing pretty well. And then he built it up to where he can wholesale pods and stuff like that. Like that's the way you do it. You go – you sell something for $25,000 and then you do that for a few years and it slowly drops down and then eventually – at the same time, you're building up your army of them. And then when they're $500, you can just start wholesaling them for 250 all fucking day. That's right. You thousands that, of them for 250 Like right. thousands and thousands of them for 250 Because you have um, enough
1: holdbacks now where you create more than anybody.
4: Yeah. And they don't cost any more to produce than any no. of the other snakes. You know what's crazy, man? I was listening to Mike Wilbanks on
1: Snakes and the Fat Man a couple of weeks ago. and I still can't wrap my head around that they're going to produce... Thirty thousand clutches,
4: three thousand clutches up,
1: man. three three thousand yep. clutches oh, okay <laughs> three thousand clutches, oh, still Sorry. three
0: thousand clutches at say five eggs apiece, fifteen thousand babies,
1: and
4: that's being yeah. conservative,
1: yeah, yes, yeah, he said that's if he hits like I think eighty percent um you know laying eggs, that's insane, man, but you know when you got he's got people working, obviously he's not doing yeah. it by himself. But, man, that's just uh, – I can't imagine how many rats he goes through a
4: month. Yeah, you got to think of uh, the nut he's got to crack every single month is just, Mm -hmm. you know, the utilities, the um, housing of the animals, the facilities, the employees, the food. It gives me hives just thinking about it. The The <laughs> right. amount of balls you have to have to just be like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely produce enough to just keep going year after year. Yes. It's just astonishing. And he's been
1: doing it, you know, for years. So, uh, yeah. I mean, just I think about, like you said, the nut that I have to crack every month just to keep my little business going. I could not imagine feeding that many. I mean, so – if he's going to produce 3,000 clutches, that means he's probably got five to 6,000 females. And what? 75% as many males. Maybe 50% as many males. Uh, just And then his whole backs. And, and then whole grow- backs. Yeah. But he's growing out. And yeah, there's probably 10,000 animals in that building. Well, yeah. He's gonna have
0: someone, He's going to have someone who cleans cages of just like breeder males and just the females. Right. Just the whole right. backs. Just like it's so many people. That's. It's crazy. And what's crazy is you – I would have thought 15, 20 years ago that that just wasn't feasible.
4: Right. You mean like uh, the market? I mean that there's oh, a market the, for the, them? Or?
0: The market for that – to be able to yeah. do it on that scale and the market. Now, granted, he's producing 15, 20, 30,000 stakes a year. A lot of those are normal-looking hets or lower-end stuff that he's wholesaling off to PetSmart, PetCo, that kind of stuff.
4: Well, that that's how you crack that nut is that <laughs> yeah. you have those animals that you consistently wholesale for the same price that you can depend on year after year to yeah, get that, you this and that. and
1: Those will pay the
0: bills. Yes. And then that $5,000 snake will buy you a new car. A you know, handful of those cream. will get you a new car.
4: Yeah, so, and just what astonishes, astonishes me is that at that point when you have that many animals – You've got to have controls, analytics, a database in which you are i mean they're widgets at that point and you are controlling this to such an aspect that it's like it must be unbelievable the way you need to keep track of these animals, or else you'd be totally fucked
0: and I'm guess I mean, I would assume he knows everything he's got I mean it's a lot to know, but it, yeah, to but it's be to gotta run-
4: be in a database or in spreadsheets yeah. Oh, yeah. and all that stuff. Like a huge database.
0: I mean, I would imagine he takes you know hours to walk through racks just to look at, look at stuff that he has keep his keep going. Same as I'm sure Justin. Uh, Justin's not doing it on that level, but he's still doing it on pretty close. I mean, he's still producing a shit ton. Uh, but to be able to make sure that you're still producing the right stuff and that quality, I mean, quality control at that point is just so hard.
4: Yeah. And I think um Justin's probably in a different different market though, right? As far as yes. I'm sure Will Banks is doing a lot of wholesale. Justin yeah. is doing probably the majority high end collector yes. type breeder stuff. We yeah, talked um, so- about that on
1: that podcast that he's more of the, the paycheck snakes, the you know, those under five hundred dollar snakes. But he's also doing some of the higher end stuff, but not like Justin is where he's trying to make new
4: jeans and
1: and then you when know, you're at Justin's
4: up. level, you can't get too big. You can't get to Mike Wilbank's size because either the market doesn't doesn't want that or you devalue your animals by producing right. too much.
3: Yeah.
0: Well he does a good job of producing producing clutches of and if you ever watch his video. Now granted we're not seeing all of Justin's clutches. There's plenty of stuff you don't see him cut open. But of what you do see, a very good job of clutches that have a variety. When he puts two snakes together, He's not putting the exact same genes together. He's putting two snakes together that have a variety of them, and let's see what happens.
4: Right. Dude, heads to heads, I mean, especially like Robert's breeding corn snakes. I mean, shit. Hats, head to heads is really where it's at. Um, oh, yeah. Just getting well, make, 16 different animals You know, in yes. one clutch is just wild.
0: That's why I love watching some of Kabilka's videos. Because I think this is that. I'm like, if you think it's that, I have no clue what it is. Like, right. The moment he right. says
1: think, I'm like, all right, none of us know. Well, I remember listening to Joe talk on his podcast a few times about how there's no such thing as a corn snake without a head anymore. Yeah. And that didn't really mean anything to me because I wasn't into corn snakes. But now that we've gotten into corn snakes, I'm like, "Then I about some of this shit that's got like four heads? And then the one to has like four they other heads, you mm-hmm. know, or uh, yeah, that you know of. So that's why I like to tell
0: folks when they deal with Sambo is it's probably head anery. Yeah. Like it's just most of most of the normals are because there's not a lot of normal. Now I I do know I have like two that are definitely normals because I've bred them to an anery, but most of them out there because people aren't wanting to breed just a normal sambo to a normal samboa. Yeah, right. it's just like a corn snake. No one's wanting to breed a normal corn snake to them. You can't. I say normal.
1: You can't find a unless you go catch a, a wild one. Corn snake. I mean, that's that's the only way you're going to find a normal one, which is kind of a shame because I
0: mean we lose some of the, the prettiness that is in what our corn sink really is.
4: Yeah. But you can make a white and pink and purple. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: got, I, I got last night we were cleaning, um, we were cleaning tubs and I had to, we were doing all the colubrids, or a bunch, not all, but a bunch of the colubrids. And, uh, I opened up that big, um, our biggest, biggest palmetto female. And I'm like, just looking at her and I'm like, H- how is that even fucking real? You know, I love
2: them. Yeah, so beautiful. That one you got from
1: JT is amazing. That's her. Her red spots look like 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 blood. They're so dark red, and then it has other. You know, there's a brown spot, and there's a black spot, and there's you know, and then her head's brown. You know, it's crazy.
0: What kills me with breeding is you still get to that point sometimes where you're like, oh fuck, that's not a good not a good pairing. (laughs) Like uh, like JT showed me because you want to see the worst clown pairing ever, and he brought to me and it was a clown. Pinstripe, something. It was just a, a yellow yeah. snake. It was like this dirt brown yellow. It was like no pattern, no nothing. I'm like, well, that sucks. Yeah. Or like J JT had that uh like blizzard palmetto. It's yeah. a white snake. Yeah. <laughs> it's,
1: well, it's, we have the, the salmon snow, the salmon snow or salmon ghost. That's pink. You know. Salmon ghost. And salmon she's is... she's ten years old and still pink. Yeah, but she came she came from Walter Smith, so you know she's a good snake. Yeah.
0: I just, it's, it's funny to watch those. That's why I like the idea of mixing hets and hets and seeing, you don't know what's going to, what you're going to get. It's like Christmas. That's what the, my favorite part of breeding. You know, when I bred my boas, I knew I was going to get glows and albinos. That was it. And that litter did well and they were pretty, but I'm looking forward to in the future when I breed it with this other male that is now a het albino and it's got some other stuff in it. Cause then I'm going to get a whole variety of stuff, which is way more fun. Yeah. So uh oh I just to, there's a new podcast out I I'm, I'm I'm so behind I don't listen to any podcasts anymore I I've got to start listening you to know,
2: them. you know how you could start listening to podcasts more What if you were to drive on herp show trips Just going to throw that out there as you were Does I he sleep help.
0: I can't help it cars like the higher. whole time. <laughs> oh
4: man Car- cars. That I didn't tired.
2: drive the way to Slidell, and I may or may not have texted Robert that if he asked me to drive, we were going to be finding a new host. Yeah. Because he would have been walking.
0: I drove the whole way to Slidell.
2: You drove the whole way there. You drove for 45 minutes on the way home and then looked at me and goes, I'm going to need you to drive. And I drove the rest of the way. Did
0: you not offer to drive before we got in the car?
2: I did.
0: Then don't what offer if you, you don't want
2: to do it. me down. <laughs> But then you turn down, no vaccine. Because
0: I, like, I know she's like, she wants me to drive, so I'm going to do it. And then I get in the car. And, and, you it, can't. and I can't. I, you I can't. I get tired. Like, I get car rides ever since I was a kid. I just pass out. Well,
1: how how late did you stay up Saturday night after I went to bed? I, I wasn't was up that late. Night.
0: I was in bed by midnight.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were. It
2: was a record. <laughs>
1: Yeah, somebody gave me – somebody somebody named my wife just came up behind me and put this little gummy in my mouth and said, here, eat this. Well, the and moment she gave it to you, I was next, like,
0: all right, well, we got Robert for 30 minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, how many milligrams is that? And they were like 150. And I was like, well, I'm fucking going to bed because I may not make it. Either oh. bed
4: or to a different galaxy. Not really right.
1: sure. Right. Don't worry, Robert.
0: What you ate is still not the worst I've seen somebody eat and then uh, do it three days in a
1: row. Yeah, uh, I sat man. there for 15 minutes and my fingertips <laughs> started getting numb. And I was like, okay, it's going to be my whole body in five more minutes. I'm out. I saw <laughs> a man
4: almost die. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I saw a man tattoo
0: someone and not remember it
4: (laughs) and then throw up and pass out almost immediately after
0: i also saw a smaller man who may or may not be on this podcast laugh his ass off
4: for
2: no fucking reason i was not there for the latter of the two
4: (laughs) there was a lot of times um it's one of those things where it's too much and half of it is just darkness bad um so it's Brandon Wheeler's like fault. Going out of uh what's that bar is the bar called bananas or am I going yes. crazy? Yes. Okay. So it? So and then you're in there and then I'm just like people are looking at me. I don't need to like I, I don't need anyone to judge I'm me. I need to get driver. out of here. And then I'm just sitting on the curb so like people, it's all rethinking my life.
2: Downs. It's all I'm like <laughs> let me take me you to your room.
4: It's
0: all Brandon Wheeler's fault.
4: Well, yes, that's a fact. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I thought yeah, I was I, responsible, I, but there was no being responsible with that at all.
0: Well, I I get it the first time.
4: Just a nibble. I, I, mean, I may, it I may it understand enough. it
0: the second time. The third time you still take the same thing and try to hope for different results
4: seems weird. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – let, I mean, I've me, be better. I got slightly better at it. I was a little yeah. bit smaller, a little bit smaller, but um, yeah, yeah. No. At least
0: you didn't lose the ability to talk because
2: there were, other there were
0: others that I lost the ability it. to talk. <laughs> I've never seen that in someone. They just couldn't <laughs> say a
1: word, just stared at you and nodded. <laughs> I've seen people you know. break down crying because they. We're Why do people
2: out. do this shit? It's, like, I don't it's, understand it.
1: Because there's no hangover. I mean
2: I, I,
0: I compare it to drinking. I, I mean, it's no worse than drinking. It's probably better I, than drinking.
1: Look, look, I was a cop for 12 years, as everybody knows. I never went on a call where somebody said, Man, I smoked some weed and then whooped my wife's ass. Never once. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been us we got in a fight because I ate all the food. But <laughs> I ate all the Doritos she got pissed. It was never because he was being, or she was being aggressive because, yeah. So, yeah, lots and lots of times it was I, we got drunk and got not, no fight.
2: I'm not judging. I, I realize I may sound judgmental, and I am not. I will I 100 100- and I will 100% come and get you and do what you need to do. I just, I personally don't understand why, when you know your body is going to react or you're going to go to a dark place, why would you go to a dark (laughs) place? It
0: also depends on what you take and how much. It's same.
4: Some some of us like to dance with the darkness a little.
1: (laughs) Have you ever ever felt like you're flying before? Like, literally, you're like, I fucking feel like I'm actually flying. (laughs) It's an awesome feeling. I'm going to
2: go no on that one.
1: Like, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, your brain can actually trick your body into think that you're hovering off the floor. It's awesome. (laughs) Or when you lay down in bed and you feel every inch of the blanket at the same time, (laughs) but at different times. I don't
2: know how to explain it. So I like when you've been at the beach all day and you've been in the water and you lay down and you still feel the waves. Is that similar? Because that's all I've got to compare this to. It might, that it might be good.
4: Yeah. That,
2: or like if you jump on a trampoline for a really long time and then when you lay down, you can you still feel like you're jumping on the trampoline. I so,
4: feel so you can you have an ability to get yes. naturally high that I don't possess. My mind. <laughs> no, I can't <laughs> relax like that.
2: Oh, yeah. Certain yeah. things I can, but not so
4: that's it. it. It makes you
1: like hyper focus on things and you don't uh-huh. even realize you're doing it. You're like, there's a cricket outside. And the next thing you know, you've been listening to that cricket for like 10 minutes.
0: And you've had a conversation with that cricket. Yeah,
4: yeah James, because the yeah. cricket here here one
1: night is...
2: After yeah. a very fun outing in New Orleans.
0: Okay, but well, we don't need to. But, that was alcohol. But
2: that was alcohol. Related.
0: I'm still a teacher, he, so I need you to make sure you understand that was <laughs> alcohol. He laid,
2: he laid on the bed and laughed at the clock.
0: I couldn't stop laughing. Yep. That was the, true. The
2: ticking of the clock amused him. <laughs> that was that was one of the three times in his entire life that he's been intoxicated.
0: Yeah, I couldn't stop laughing. I remember. And I was completely. I mean, the next day, I remember every single bit of it. Mm-hmm. But damn, it I could not very, stop laughing. It
2: very, funny to him that the clock was ticking so loudly on the wall.
0: Oh, I 100% think that the only reason Taco Bell is open to like 3 in the morning is because of weed.
4: I've gotten a drunk, too. Uh, it's an equal opportunity yeah. food, I think. <laughs> it's great. But it includes I, substances. It's never sober. I mean,
1: they have I some can, respect. But. I cannot tell you how many times we would get called to Jack in the Box for someone passed out <laughs> in the line with their foot on the brake out. And you have to be careful when you walk up and wake them up because I've had them just gun it and nail the car in front of them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So or wake up violently swinging because they were in the (laughs) middle of a dream that they were fighting someone. So, yeah, you have to be careful. But I'll probably, you know, once a month we get that call and you are going to go in there and arrest them for DWI because they're drunk and they're driving in a public place. And, uh, yeah, all the time. that's why you need friends
2: like me friends like me that will come and get you and take you to get whatever you need we used to
1: have have this guy every once in a while I would see him at the gas station at like 3 in the morning his truck would be on the back of the wrecker the wrecker would pull in he'd go inside and get something to drink and a snack sometimes he'd have a girl with him he had gotten a DWI like 5 years before and said I'm never doing that again so he would set it up with this wrecker they would pick him up at the club (laughs) If he picked up a girl and he talked Coming. her into going with him, they'd ride the ride the record back to his house. They'd drop him off. He said that $150 of that record is cheaper than a DWI. That's hilarious. That's
2: the best story ever.
1: Yep. Yeah. I, I, my I cousin it. was the record driver that, that would always pick him up. <laughs>
2: That's and, so uh, funny.
1: But now Uber exists and you no longer have to right.
2: do that. Unless you live <laughs> right. somewhere like where we are and you don't have it doesn't Uber. Exist.
0: Yeah, it doesn't exist. We don't have Uber. Although, what if you were to order food? You get ordered through one of the food delivery places, and then maybe talk them into giving you a ride.
2: I'm pretty right? sure that's not allowed. <laughs> Sounds hey,
4: frowned upon. But
2: they talks. need money.
0: Yeah, money talks. <laughs> so yeah. you offer enough yeah. money. They're, look, they're delivering food for money. They'll drive
4: you somewhere for money.
3: Oh, so you goodness. guys are
4: about to be Texans, and I don't think you're a Texan until James gets drunk, and then Katie drives him through the Whataburger drive through at two in the morning.
2: What that's if we right. just go through at two in the morning because we were awake?
4: Does that count? I, mm-hmm. house. House. Hmm. We, we, we a got a water burger. Also.
3: We do. Uh, water burger you
4: do? <laughs> it's not the same. It's the water.
1: It's the water. <laughs> it's the water. Yeah. That's like eating Chicago style pizza somewhere besides Chicago. It doesn't
4: taste the <laughs> <okay>. same. <laughs> Even though Texas is about the size of a country and you're just, right. you know, but. Yeah. I had
0: kids, kids today, they were like, Where are you moving to Texas? I'm like, I'm not telling you. <laughs> And they're like, they started naming state our cities. I was like, you realize there's a
1: lot of cities in Texas. That's
2: so funny. That if
1: you're just you, could naming, all- you could literally be off by 986 miles and still be in Texas. <laughs> my, my
2: kids don't know I'm moving. I'm totally still using the, the you you have a 50% chance of being in my classroom next year for all the fourth graders. Oh, no, I told <laughs> my right. problem. Oh, dude, I'm the devil. I get told on a weekly basis I'm the devil at school because I don't put up with their crap. Well, they're not wrong. Shut up, James. <laughs> I, but with that being said, I also have awesome growth in my kids and I'm good at my job. I told my kids there's some discipline somebody else's problem next year. They're not I my set problem. the bar high and they reach that bar. But back to Reptile. I stuff.
0: set the bar high and they limbo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Back to reptile stuff because uh, I got cool stuff to talk about.
0: Right, but I want to get to I want to get uh, to Chris Eaton's favorite part of our podcast,
2: where we go through stuff on Facebook, where <laughs> we don't just say
0: what things look like on we Facebook. We
2: don't show it
0: because this one was amazing. It was things that were posted on. So anybody that's listening, uh, oh no! Before we get there,
4: let's go ahead and do our
2: okay our thing for the week. Let Joe pick it. So- all
4: right, ADD kid, what's up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: so again, let's switch topics. This- <laughs>
2: 14
0: time. This month's giveaway. So this month's giveaway is brought to you by Gecko World Austin. Right? Yes. I want to make sure I said that right. You're correct. Gecko World Austin. Uh, They're giving away a crested gecko and complete setup. Uh, if you can make it to a herp show and pick it up. If you can't, again, they will do the gecko and <laughs> everything but the tank and they'll ship it to you. Or they'll do a $150 gift certificate to their website mm-hmm. if maybe a gecko is not your thing. But they have a lot of really cool stuff on the website: hides and uh, foods, and the the feeder program that we do, the the subscription program. So
2: my crickets will be here, tomorrow.
0: Yeah, that's that's one of the it's best. Been so great. That's one of the best things ever. Like we don't have to go buy crickets anymore; it just shows up on our doorstep, and we don't have to order like five hundred or a thousand at a time like we used to. We can order what we get. I get two
2: hundred and fifty. Two
0: hundred and fifty, and we don't deal with the horrible smell of Every them all two dying. Weeks.
2: Like the, like the boxes in my dining room.
0: Yeah, I haven't spelled them once.
2: It's great. Josephine cleans them and takes care of them and feeds them, waters
0: them. So, anybody look into that. Check out the Gecko World Austin's website for uh, their feed. They also do Dubias and...
2: Okay.
0: So, anyways. <laughs> so, our giveaway this week, this month, Squirrel? is going to be that from Gecko World Austin. <laughs> Each week this month, uh, this month, we have named a snake. So, the last two podcasts... We have named a snake, and you have to keep up with these. So we got this week and next week, and then you can message us all four snakes in order, and then we put you into the drawing for the gecko. But I'm not going to go back and tell you what the other ones were, so you need to go back and listen to that. But, Joe, since you're on, I'm going to let you – and we're going common names, man. Don't make this hard for anybody. Your favorite snake. What is it?
4: Oh, come on, man. I know it's tricky. You think I have a favorite snake?
0: I know. It's very hard. But if you had to right now...
2: What's the first if, thing that pops into your you mind? If you had to
0: right now get rid of everything, keep one. Now, not, let me say it this way. Species. Not like, I love this one corn snake because I had it
4: forever and this is the one I keep. Yeah. Unless,
0: but if you had to keep one species right now, what would it be?
4: Um, wolf snake, And I've never oh, kept it. I don't know if I want to keep it. But oh that was gosh. the first thing I thought of. I don't know why. Uh, I'm going
2: to Google that. I don't, I don't know, what I don't I know do that.
4: that one. He gives a... Uh, Legodon, Dynodon, whatever don it is now. They change the dons every once in a while. Lycodon. There you go. It used to be Dynodon. It's a, it's, a, it's a crate mimic. Um, oh, so, that's cool. so that's the Ooh. Colubrid that um, – what's his name? Uh, Slewinski. Joseph Slowinski thought was, thought he was getting... a crate and vice versa um, and then got envenomated by – um. So, the so there's, a, there's a lot of – wolf snake is a very general term. There's a lot of different ones, and they look very different. They're super variable. Uh, I'm not sure about how, like, the species break down and stuff like that, but we can just be general.
0: They almost look like a king snake, mm. corn mm-hmm. snake kind of thing, like California king snake with the bands.
4: Yeah, so- it's definitely one of those things where it's like it probably wouldn't be fun keeping it, but it's nice to know it exists.
0: There's a picture of a two-headed snake.
4: It's
3: like Joe Rogan <laughs> so like when he talks about mountain really, lions. I don't really want to see cool one, snakes. but I'm
1: glad to know that they exist.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, if you listening, this week's snake is the wolf snake. So, go ahead and add that to your other two snakes. So we'll have a fourth one next week, and then you can message us all four. Unless you're Lance Kirkman, then you can just keep messaging us each week to keep track of what, <laughs> what snake it is. Now
2: more people are going to do that, James.
0: Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> life lesson don't be like lance kirkman i'm just kidding no lance.
2: i think it's brilliant because that's the only way i would be able to keep up with it i'm not gonna lie
0: you realize every phone has a notes or memo section Yeah, out.
2: i don't ever use that except to keep up with my blurb that i talk about with for robert every week
0: <laughs> if i get the new equipment you can record that and we can just hit a button and play it
2: you could do that now
0: yeah but i'm not gonna do it now i'm gonna do it if i get the new equipment <laughs> so all right back to uh again giveaway i giveaway i did the giveaway
2: we just talked did about all it. of
0: it. We just talked about it. He named the snake. And now we move on. You were just here. We just had this, You looked up the picture of the snake.
2: I got distracted because I got down the rabbit hole of all the different types of wolf snakes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so back to what is posted on our discussion page, our Reptile Gumbo podcast discussion page. This one was really cool. It was a giant ass elephant snake. I've never. I, I got to hold an elephant snake for the first time at Conroe
1: mm-hmm. Okay. I thought you were calling it an ass elephant snake. I wasn't sure. I, like, an you ass, put the,
0: it's, a, it's an I put ass elephant the, snake. <laughs> I
1: put the comma in the wrong spot on that fucking sentence. So, yeah. It's
0: a giant ass elephant snake. Uh, but I got to hold an elephant snake at Conroe a few Conros ago, and it's a fucking weird snake to hold. But this one weighs, I can't do the
1: math, 15 kilograms. I don't know. It's fat. It looks like a giant. 15 kilograms. So, a kilogram is 2.2 pounds. So, 35, 34 pounds.
0: It's a big It's about two meters long I do know two meters It's not two meters Because two meters is roughly six feet A little over six feet But this snake may be he's a tiny
2: guy It may be picture, not very big.
0: But it's a It's a big ass elephant snake I've never seen one look like that it
4: I hope crazy. you don't have any Like uh, listeners around the world Trying to Look at us Americans Trying to use the metric system And really struggling like, I, I,
2: understand <laughs> we should, I don't do math
4: I understand we should I don't either I did not even try no. i was
2: gonna google the conversions and then the best started.
0: i know is that a meter is a little more than three feet because i've seen a meter stick and i've seen a yard stick and i know it's a little more than three feet. i know
2: a yard is
0: three feet well yeah i would hope so
2: but that's, I
0: that's our that's ours we oh never
2: mind but
4: it's like the <laughs> secondary <laughs> one of ours come on feet on. <laughs>
3: oh
0: shit <laughs> oh man i was still trying to look through everything that was oh that's a weird looking frog let me guess it was travis it was travis i knew travis was going to be the one that posted that uh phil uh, i'm not can't that's a long ass scientific name it's a new species of pitcher plant breeding bush frog which i assume means it lays its eggs inside the pitcher plant
2: there we've posted articles i believe about this frog before
0: don't ask me if i remember
4: that oh and then you would assume the uh the pitcher plant Basically, flies fall into it, and then the little baby tadpoles eat the little. Exactly. Fly- oh my so god! I think it's the, it's the actually, poop from the frog fertilizes the plant. If, I remember if I'm
2: not, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be, it could have been a totally different plant. But where the bottom of the plant forms at the base—that's
0: where the bottom is. The base.
2: No, no, no. But where yeah, all yeah. the different leaves are, that's where the water gathers, and that's where they lay their eggs. And then they this lit- may have been a different... It may not have been a picture. I'm
0: sure if we read the article, it would tell us.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. This was posted by... Can we just by- no, make sure assumptions? That
0: that's, that's way better. Christine I thought, again...
2: is, like, cussing. Again, I'm choice,
0: just going to have yeah. Travis on at some point. I'm going to go through every post <laughs> Travis has ever had, and Travis is going to have to explain it all to me in dummy terms. Oh, this was a cool one. It was a, a video of Eastern newts tearing apart a carcass of a spotted salamander. That was cool. And it's like yeah. a whole bunch of Eastern newts eating a, yeah. sp- a spotted salamander in vermont so oh we talked about your uh new pets last week your new oh yeah i have spanish rib but so poyo. our daughter our daughter thought that she was like oh no something happened to poyo uh like his that his uh gills had started to fall off and but in reality he's just maturing he now looks really freaking weird because the other one is still in like larval salamander <laughs> stage with so the big, he
2: still looks like a baby axolotl
0: yeah and this one now has dropped all of its uh, like fins on its back. It's dropped all of his uh, feathery gills. He's got spots. He's got spots on him now, and he looks a lot weirder than the other one. They
2: eat so much. And oh they, my goodness! Well, they
0: eat weird. They like when they bite, their whole body jumps in the air. Yeah.
4: Can you they're, give them like pelletized fun. food in that stage? You
2: can. Um, they can actually eat the the like shrimp pellets and stuff, but they respond better. To the bloodworms, oh, like nice. they go bananas when you put bloodworms in
4: there. Yeah, both are easy to get, though, right? So that's cool. Yes, oh, yeah,
2: very
0: easy. I had some bloodworms from my fish tank left in a freezer, so we fed them those. Dude, I, I want a fish tank.
4: I've been not if over. you're gonna move. <laughs> I know that's yeah, the thing that's I was the, thinking about after I move.
2: That's I, the most. That's the thing I'm the most afraid. I'm to
4: gonna face. lose fish.
0: I know it. I may not lose my catfish because those guys are pretty hardy, and it's good because I got one catfish and i've had I've had him for. Oh, shit, I got him in 2008. So anybody out there wants to do the math, I'm not doing the math. Was that 14 years, 15 yeah. years?
4: No, so, but 14. sure.
0: I think it's 14 years. <laughs> so I've had that catfish for 14 years when he was little, and now he's much bigger. And so I'm not looking forward to moving a fish tank. I'm going to have to buy a cooler and, like, an air stone and a battery-powered thing for, like, keeping bait but alive. The fish
2: tank is what I'm the most afraid to move. We have a fifty-five gallon.
4: Yeah, so you gotta you, you have to drain it, or do you keep the water? So I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna take
0: a cooler, the biggest cooler I can kind of get and still be able to lift. Fill it with water from the tank. Put them in there, and then I'm gonna put that in the car. Drain everything else, throw it away, except and leave the gravel and everything in there. Move the whole thing, get there, fill it up with fresh water, treat it, and then pour this water that they're in in there. So that it's at least got some of their bacteria and all that.
2: But we've got to keep the airflow circulating with them so they don't die on the car. Yeah. Right? So
0: it's going to be like, uh, pack it and go straight there kind of thing. it yeah. the last thing.
4: That's a lot harder than reptiles to so move. So much harder than reptiles. Yeah.
0: And I'm sure someone out there right now is like, well, if you do this with fish, but look, I, I, I I'm, I'm going to move snakes. Moving
2: it across town 10 minutes was a pain enough. In well, cause butt. it's
0: got, it's got 55 pounds of gravel in it. When there's no water in there, so there's already 55 pounds of rock in there plus the tank. Yes, yeah,
4: my oh. olive enclosure has 60 pounds of dirt in it and it's dry, <laughs> so it's like I'm not looking forward to moving that thing.
0: How big's your olive?
4: Uh, like 12 13 feet. Jesus, the it's only so thing about New York is that no, you can't have anything in the family of pythonidae.
0: So is that ball pythons also, right?
4: Technically, yeah. Although I know people who have them. So I don't – I mean, then again, like people have tigers in New York, right? I mean, <laughs> it really is what it is. But um, I wouldn't want to do it. That's
0: like the uh, – uh, there's legal stuff going on right now with, with me. But the law here – Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> The state versus James <laughs> oh, Lewis. Uh, it it kind of is right now. Oh Jesus! What
2: the paper says?
0: I got a, a thing in the mail the other day when you I got. Know, I home. think
2: technically his name is maybe first.
0: I. Uh, so a year ago, I got I got a ticket for selling a carpet python without a permit. I didn't realize you had have a permit to sell a carpet python in Louisiana, but you do. If they catch you, you definitely got to have one. So that's fine. Whatever. Um, but I got a thing in the mail. This is the first thing I've heard since then, and it's not just a ticket. It's a uh, I got to show up for court for my arraignment in like July. Uh, so yeah, are they going to anyway. live
4: stream it? Can we watch it?
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the like the the list of animals. So look, the no, first no, we are
2: not getting on this. No, not
0: but no, the first snake on that list. It goes along with your like python today. The first snake on that list is Apodora. Who the fuck, like 15 people own that snake and no one's bred it. I'm telling you, someone Googled snakes over eight feet and went, all right, put all these on the list. You can't sell those. Because like the reason I got in trouble is because I sold a, a diamond jungle cross and it literally says diamond python. I'm like, a snake gets like five, six foot. So those lists, when someone makes those lists, it's definitely never done by anybody that knows anything about the animal. It's always done by someone who knows nothing, but can Google
1: so like the whole Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission.
0: Yes. Yeah. Or the uh, U.S. Geological Society who said Burmese pythons can live in Washington, D.C. Right. Because they're doing so good in cold winters in South Florida. Right. Uh, so back to our discussion page. This one was funny. So we saw – we stopped at Walmart on the way to the show in Slidell and in the parking lot it just rained – there was one of those massive uh water bugs. Have you ever seen those? Joe, those huge water bugs like that can bite you and hurt you. Like no, they're they get, they're bigger they're bigger than a cockroach and they have these weird front arm pincher claw things. And we saw it walking across the parking lot. Sure enough, uh, like that night or next day, Travis Wyman posted a video of one eating a baby turtle.
4: Hmm, I did see that.
0: The, and those things are creepy as hell. But I was like, we just saw that. Uh, Lady Gaga got a. Just got a newly discovered insect named after her.
4: That's good. Good for what's her. What's the What's the name? Gagaensis.
0: Gaga day. Uh, let me see. I guess that would be a family if it was Gaga day. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see if I can find it. God, there's a lot of stuff about her that I don't care about. What What is this? Is just about her and her tour. Why don't
3: so PR, baby.
2: <laughs> I don't know. It's right there. Where? in Oh, the duh. Kai, Kaya,
0: Gaga.
4: Ah, uh, I guess she does end in a vowel. You can do that. It's no fun, though.
2: It's inspiration because of the unique nature of the insect. So the the bug itself is a little. Oh, it's a, a tree. It's one of those
0: tree hoppers. The mm-hmm. weird, like,
2: and yeah, the funky
0: antenna. Sometimes they're spiky and they can jump. They're kind of like a weird katie did grasshopper the thing. guy
2: that discovered it was talking about how it's unlike anything he's ever seen and he feels like she is a also a very unique individual
4: well that is true southerners always have great words for things like james like oh that's a tree hopper I'm like what the fuck that's are hard. you talking that's about man it's it's call it's the, the tree hopper <laughs>
3: That's one of them
1: spread matters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ground rattlers. Uh Lavissa Ratliff is working on pinning insects. She's doing this for fun. I had to do it as a project in school. This does not seem like fun.
1: No, I could pick up. You do you, Lavissa. Like I could go to the dentist or <laughs> the proctologist. I mean, all those things sound more fun, but I also don't like tedious things, so and it is. It is tedious.
0: Uh, yeah. Other than Robert posted that thing about Kabilka. We talked about that earlier. Oh, there's the video where this turtle's chasing lions hmm. away from its watering hole. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I love that I one. This little Let's tiny turtle's like, fuck you, lion. It's a king of the jungle, my ass. <laughs> <That's> right.
3: <laughs>
0: Not king of a mud hole, bitch. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, oh, North Carolina has hmm. a new bill they're trying to pass, a traveling animal act. Which is the same thing I think it was Oregon was working on trying to pass. Which would basically say you can't have any other Well, you can legally
4: do heroin, by the way. (laughs) Are you serious? Oregon, where all drugs are legal. But But you
0: you can't educate people on snakes.
4: Yeah, Mm. monsters.
0: And so this one, USARC is working on. It's a house bill for North Carolina. Basically prohibits using certain animals. The list below is, I'm sure, reptiles on it. I haven't looked at it. Uh, includes tortoises and small monitors. Tortoises? Really? Have we ever been like, oh god, we have to watch out for the tortoises. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking over. Uh, which will include educational outreach programs not being able to do it. And The punishment is a class 2 misdemeanor with a maximum penalty of 60 days in jail. Could you imagine 60 days in jail because you showed a classroom of kindergartners a tortoise? What are you in for?
3: <laughs> um... <laughs>
0: Just, you got a lot. I killed a guy. I killed him. <laughs> killed him dead. I enjoyed it. Oh, like so. Hopefully, USR can uh, can stop that. That's that's ridiculous. Um, uh, these these things. It's just they're popping up more and more now. It's it, it's honestly scary.
4: Yeah, I think that's a, that's honestly something that you need to take into consideration. Like when I thought about starting a business and all that stuff, and what state I was going to be in, and like just the overall way that legislation is going is kind of very scary, especially if you're going to try to make your living on it, stuff like that, especially uh, if you're outside of corn snakes, ball pythons, the the stuff that we have a pretty strong hold on. Um, yeah, man, it's kind of scary. The or if you're in corn snakes, moving. you can't move to Georgia. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, New Jersey is the same way. And, uh, Um, I'm having all these people call me because one of the biggest wholesalers here uh, moved over just over the state line in New Jersey. And now he can't have most corn snakes and he doesn't have any corn snakes or anything like that. Um, So, yeah, Yeah, I mean, they have the red eyes, Paul, right? It's got to be red,
0: red eyes for it to be legal.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, it's only in, like, the very southern part of the state in which the the corn snake does exist in New Jersey. And it is super uh, – it is a very rare snake. So, I mean, it is what it is, but
0: uh, – Our buddy Joe – got to watch this video. But Bo- Joe Chaloner posted a video from Venom Fest. He went to Venom Fest uh, this past weekend, uh, sold some of his cages, showed off his cages, his Venom-proof cages, which – not Venom-proof, my bad. Uh,
2: venom-proof. Listen.
0: Yeah, Venom-proof. I'm thinking Venom – What's the other one? i think I've been in Venom Life. Venom life. They, yeah. were,
2: they were there.
0: Yeah. Well, there he is right there in the picture. Yeah. But it's Venom Proof Cages. Uh, those cages are awesome. I'm going to get me a Gaboon Viper.
4: James, are you still self-envenomating?
0: <laughs> 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 Only on the weekends.
4: huh. Oh, okay. God. Just checking. You look very youthful.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Lots of energy. I can't move
0: my fingers, but other than that, it's great. <laughs> oh, my
2: God, y'all. <laughs> Oh. somebody is only going to hear this part of the podcast. He self envenomates We're going to get a well. What I
0: do is I let I, let, I, them I them let my venomous sand boas bite me, mm. and then uh, oh my God. and then you should have bought those snakes. <laughs> no, thank you. Negative. I've seen how that goes. Like I'm still weary about hog noses.
4: We should make like a very doom and gloom self envenomation doc. But you, but you let hog nose bite you. And yeah. let them so I've seen on. people
2: with those bites that didn't happen. It's actually Honestly, pretty,
4: I don't, pretty bad. They're gnarly. Times. Depending. Yeah.
2: Especially uh, if you have a reaction.
0: Ugh. Well, uh, Robert, didn't mm-hmm. one of y'all got bit, right? By a Hog Nose?
1: Yeah, Logan did. Logan but did.
0: He, he didn't have any reaction, right? He was good?
1: No. Yeah, he was fine. That happened at the Temple Show.
0: Is that the same shit? No, Brian
1: was where he got attacked by the corn snake.
2: <laughs> yeah, the he wall. also got bless his heart.
1: <laughs> I know he also he also <laughs> he got, looked, got bitten by a cow king that weekend too. He he, had, he got double bit so that weekend. <laughs> his poor
2: little hands had band-aids all over him. By the next <laughs> yep. day, he was fine. He was like, I'm good. Yeah. He's such a tough when the, kid.
1: When that big female corn snake bit him and lashed onto his wrist, he was laughing when he walked over to me. Deck, can you get this thing off of me? <laughs> Oh, so, yeah! Oh, I realized something I never
0: actually finished talking about. Oh, Lord. I said there was a new podcast, uh, and then you complained about me driving and getting tired.
2: Yes, I did.
0: So there's a new podcast on the NPR network with their 30 other reptile podcast, but it's a field herping podcast, the field herping. It's not on Apple yet. They're waiting for it to come to Apple, but it is on Spotify and all the other ones. So we Who's might have hosting it? to it. I'm sure I would know if I listened to the first episode. And I apologize, Eric. I have not listened to it.
2: Joe is producing a really cool podcast. Well, I'm not finished talking about this one. Okay, I'm sorry,
0: but the the field herping one is a monthly podcast. So you may be able to fit that one in
2: into our schedule. That's cool.
0: It's, it's a it's a monthly. The but there's like 15 others. But Joe is you are you are still producing a podcast, right? Yeah. Even though you're not doing your own podcast.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So I host, well, like I host on my feed, on my RSS feed, uh, the Modern Medusa podcast, which is going to be awesome podcast. a strictly and Dominique so much more like uh, she's very attentive to detail and quality and stuff like that. So she makes a great podcast that's dedicated mostly to to women in the hobby. And therefore every, you know, she highlights a different uh, female keeper, breeder, herpetologist uh, every week. I,
2: I really like when she talks about because um, I haven't listened to all of them, but I've listened to yeah, it
0: again. I'm a horrible friend. I haven't listened to April's episode yet.
2: <laughs> but she, when she talks about women in history in the hobby and so she'll go back and she'll talk about stuff like that kind of stuff fascinates me like how Mm -hmm. they got started and and i mean because what we didn't know 40 years ago and what we know now it's kathy
0: love and tracy barker
2: uh no she actually
4: (laughs) she does uh like the the first one was uh who's that grace wiley Mm-hmm. Individual. I forget her names. first name. And and yeah, just the amount of research yeah. that has to go in, and like you have to actually yeah. outline an episode of a podcast it's to do so
2: cool. I've learned so much just from the few that I've listened to. That's a
4: that's lot cool. harder than what we typically do. Where yeah, that's a lot more work than I'm just, putting into it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now I will say this. Um she I've recently listened to myself on this podcast, and I'm way more southern than I realized. And it bothers me greatly, but that's neither here nor she, there. She
0: listens to the podcast. She goes, The microphone makes me sound weird. I was like, No, that's what you sound
4: like. Oh, awful. bless, your heart. bless awful. your heart. I did
2: not realize it. And it's so much worse because we do this late at night. So I get really tired. But anyway, you can blame it on night, am, all you want.
0: That's I how am. you sound.
2: Anyways, I think I, I could listen to her voice all the time on podcasts. She has a phenomenal speaking voice. She really does. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm done gushing for the moment.
3: But, uh, are you really?
2: I think so. She, she, it's just great. If you haven't listened to the podcast, go listen to it.
0: I've got to listen to April's episode.
2: Yes. it's. Awful.
0: I didn't even know she had one. And someone said, oh, yeah, April, you were on. I was like, oh, April, you have an episode? I need to listen to yeah, it. I'm a horrible friend. You
2: are horrible friend.
0: Hey, I'm, I let her come down and hang out with us. Mm-hmm. I was generous enough to let April Oh, come you let, let was, her. Whatever. I let her. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter. She's never going to hear this because she doesn't listen to this podcast. She hung, so. out,
2: she hung out with Joe and I. We had a great time.
0: Oh, yeah yeah. i don't understand my daughter so she worked this weekend at slidell at andy Hines' table and worked her ass off she, i can't get her she to do a damn
4: thing the house. to work like no one oh, else he has a little army of children
2: she was moving tanks she was moving uh, I'm, oh
4: but she, if
3: i, I
2: ask her
0: if i ask her. her to move something in the house it's going to be done wrong i don't understand you don't pay her that's true. I don't pay her. Yeah. I put a house over top of her. Like she gets a place to live.
2: She knows that you're going to do that no matter what. There's I'm like stopped. laws and Why shit. Not?
4: I mean, you gotta do that. she <laughs> kids. is though. Uh, her
2: and Logan both worked sure Logan, their butts off.
0: Logan worked his butt off until his dad drug him away because they had nothing left to sell on Sunday.
2: Oh yeah, but they did. They. I mean, but she was even like helping load the trailer after the show, waiting on us to pack up our stuff to go. Like she, they both busted their tails.
1: I saw where Andy was asking people to buy glass to buy tanks from them. Did he sell that many this weekend? Yeah, oh yeah,
2: they sold out of glass tanks. He had no glass tanks left. They had almost, almost everything was gone Saturday.
4: Can we do like a quick, just a, a visual economics lesson for the for the folks at home? Robert does a show, sells out by noon. Andy does supply sells out of tanks, you know. By the end of the show, all you sad sacks of shit that breed animals, you're waiting there behind Forget your the table God. like a bunch of fucking idiots. You yes. dumb motherfuckers! Come yes. on, yes. take it. Yeah. It's pretty obvious.
1: Feeders, well, dry goods, and enclosures—that's where the money is. Yeah.
0: Uh, there was so there was a post that I saw recently on Facebook of a certain dry goods person, a certain uh, bioactive person, not myself and uh, not Andy Sampson, I won't say that. It was another well-known bioactive person. Uh, someone bought some leaf litter, and in their leaf litter bag was like a McDonald's burger wrapper.
4: That's actually <laughs> so, yeah. so this
0: big-name big name bioactive person may want to do a little more quality control. Because well, it's not the first time we've heard of issues with quality control from this person. Geez, Sounds like an
4: interesting he, dude.
1: He's very well aware of it. And has had a very large turnover because of it. And
4: uh, I mean, I guess you need to, you need to trust other people. I'm sure that's probably employees being fucking. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, if if you've ever, if you've ever tried to grow a reptile company, the, um, the pool you have to hire from is going to be just dramatically, it's already hard to, to hire people anywhere. So like at my yep. job, just trying to hire anyone to do a basic warehousing job. Now imagine saying you need a clean snake shit. You need to deal with this, that, insects. Now you're talking about a much smaller pool. And then you're, and then that smaller pool, uh, you're talking about interesting individuals. Well, yeah. You've you got find,
0: to find somebody that is responsible and yeah. they can trust in the reptile hobby. They probably already have a job. Yes. And they're probably making more then unfortunately you can offer them at that job because that's just how that, I mean, it's just how it it's is. It's also,
4: yeah, it's a low margin business. So usually even at the bigger companies, you know, st- you're starting at $12 an hour or something like that. And there's just so many, there's only so many people who who can live off of that and whatnot. And, and you see it, you see it in these companies. Like if they find someone good, it's like the, the building block to their success. Like, you know, look at nerd, you know, they're built off of a few very, very key employees. And, uh, yeah. yeah so if you find those good people, I mean, you got to treat them right and do, uh, do your best. Well, and then what time. sucks with
0: that is like those people are really good. And then at some point, people can say that they're in this hobby not for the money, but you're in a job for the money. I don't care who you are. You, you got Yeah. And so at some point, that person has to leave that job for something that's better. That's just how it ends up being. So you may have a great staff and then, it ends because they they realize it's, they got to make. They water. want a
4: family and a house and food. <laughs> and food.
1: Goddamn damn, greedy
0: food. bastards! <laughs> so, uh, just quali- that's that's one thing. Any reptile business quality control. The minute you mess up one thing, that's huge. That one thing, if that one person puts it online, you're fucked. Yep. And then if you're like a certain. Company that's no longer allowed at certain reptile shows that doesn't actually produce racks that they say they're going to produce, then you're completely out of the hobby altogether.
1: Mm. Uh, They ended up doing uh, a show that ends in con this weekend Um, because people on that, on some of those FBI posts, are posting pictures of them. And my only comment was, bro, a tablecloth is 16 bucks. We don't want to see your dirty (laughs) pants. And uh, yeah, but they 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 didn't have anything for sale. They just had a sign up saying we take orders.
0: You know what? No, you know what? I I, I am going to say their name because they've been on enough FBI posts that people need to need to know not to trust it. Because it, lately it's shown up a lot, but it's it's outlaw exotics. Um, With a name
4: like Outlaw, how could you ever go wrong?
3: <laughs> right?
0: Don't send them money for a rack or a cage. You're not going to get it because no one else has and then they go to this show they, parents, so they did a show like you said they didn't sell because I mean, they're not delivering it to anybody so it's yeah that it keeps showing up but they have since then been kicked out of two well-known shows in our area and are not allowed to do business there
4: which is, is good it's the, uh, the only industry where you can be like scumbag industries and like still make sales <laughs> <laughs> you can be named anything
0: we're fuck up exotics. Trust us.
4: <laughs> fuck knuckle snakes. <laughs> right. right on.
0: Oh, someone please name your business. Fuck knuckle snakes.
4: <laughs>
0: oh, oh god. Lord. Yeah. As, as, as people, if anybody listening, if, if before you buy anything, go to the uh, join the FBI. And um, this is not the Federal Bureau of Investigation. I know,
2: I'm, I'm thinking you're like. What are you all doing about? It's
0: the reptile. What does that stand for? Inquiry, something breeder inquiry or whatever. you sure. what it is.
3: Yeah,
4: something but like it's that.
0: but it's where people post good and usually negative. There's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of good. It's mostly the negative stuff because that's how the internet works. Uh, but but do some research on someone before you just send them money blindly. So my 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 tip of the week: don't send money to people that be like, oh, but they had they have a great Facebook page. Because there's tons of people on there when, yeah, they talk to me. And then all of a sudden I sent the money and they quit talking to me.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: So do you have anything else, Katie? I do. Oh, my bad.
2: I do. I've been waiting patiently. So you get a subscription to reptiles magazines for Christmas. Yes. Pretty much every year. And something. Yeah, there's one sitting right there. Yeah. So something they've recently started doing. And I I guess it's because it's my email that I, I do with the subscription um but i get an email like once a month i get one. Oh, do you okay
0: you're not the, you're not the only one well then that you're means that lots fancy. of people
2: are getting emails but there were some really cool articles in here the one that i got today was talking about uh bearded dragon embryos can actually switch sex two different ways so it's not just temperature control with bearded dragons Um, I haven't read the article yet, so I can't tell you the other way yet.
0: (laughs) It's a really cool article. (laughs)
2: Because I I, I took a nap after school today, so I apologize for that.
0: I haven't read this new one. This new one that came in, uh, the May-June one, has a red-foot tortoise. I want a red-foot tortoise. Yeah,
2: there's some really neat stuff about frogs and health conditions.
1: Todd was trying to give one away yesterday. Really? I've taken it. Apparently, they found it in a park
0: somewhere. Really?
2: Why do you know, I, don't I never not get, get, see these posts?
0: I don't get lucky enough to find a red-footed tortoise wandering around. <laughs> yeah.
2: Damn. That sucker will come home with us.
0: I love that Reptiles Magazine is still a thing. Like, there's part of me, like, the old part of that loves getting Reptiles Magazine. I like Even if I'm never going to read the, the mail, damn right? thing, I, like, I got it.
2: Anything in the mail that was not a bill, I like getting
0: I mean, that's how you know you're an adult. You're like, you'll get excited over sales ads because it's not a bill.
2: Yeah, my Joanne uh, fabric sale ads came in today, and I was excited. I mm-hmm. liked how you put that underneath everything on the counter, so maybe I wouldn't see it.
1: <laughs> Uline <laughs> sends me a new catalog like every week. So I I could like build a house out of Uline catalogs now.
4: Dude, it, wow. yeah, it's like a phone book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they oh, like, Every great.
1: order has it. Every week I get a new one in the mail, and I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't even look at it. I order everything online. Who looks at a catalog? I got to read this article. and Then
0: I find it's, it's on a Missouri food. It's like a whole article in the, in reptiles magazine on re, reptile nutrition written by the guy from Missouri. So, but
2: I, I do, if you're, you know, I know that, um, there's, uh,
0: you're getting farther and farther away from the microphone. I'm
2: sorry. Um, <laughs> There's the online magazine.
0: Oh, Culture Magazine. Yes.
2: Justin. Um, so, and those, every now and then I'll, I'll read some of those. And those are really good. But those I, are doing really well too. That's really, a really good magazine. I really enjoy reading different magazine articles. And I mean, I love the discussion board that we have. The discussion group. Yeah, Facebook, we get a lot of stuff on there. That there's I, all kinds that of that really new articles. And what I've really enjoyed is whenever our guest is giving us their weekly, the weekly snake or the lizard or whatever animal I always end up Googling it because I don't know what it is. And then I end up clicking on all these articles to read and learn about this animal, which is really neat for me because, again, I'm not the animal person on the podcast. Yeah, and but
0: I'm married man.
2: into it. I mean,
0: Mar- married into I'm
2: married into all this stuff. Let's be real. I mean, Lucky the, my, my lizards, <laughs> I don't want to get rid of my lizards. I do love those. Uh, but I mean, as far as the snakes go, it is what it is. is. Let's just
3: that's, says the person the best that
0: keeps. You for, I think sometimes says the person that keeps hounding me about getting a Mexican black king steak. Well, of
2: course I want to look at it, and you'll take care of it. We've been through this, man.
0: Anyways, is that all you had, Robert? You have anything else this week you want to talk about?
1: Uh, no.
0: Robert's off this weekend. No show. So contact yeah, Robert for no. a rack. Make him just make because
1: more racks. no show doesn't mean I'm not doing anything this weekend. I'll be. In the shop, probably most of the weekend.
0: So you got a whole new, you got a lot of new. We've got new displays you're starting to make. Yep, you got new different types of racks you're starting to make. So yep,
1: uh, uh, and that this that weekend it's in A R B C Arlington, but oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, I just there was no way I could do that show not with the the rest of the show schedule around it. But I will next. I'll probably do it in the fall. Um. You've got a website coming out soon? I do.
0: Or update a new website, which will be fun.
1: Yep. Yep, it'll be good. I got to see sort of an updated version of it today, and I like where it's headed.
4: That's awesome.
0: Joe, are you still doing a lot of Port City Pet stuff, a lot of business there, or Um, you pulled back on some of that?
4: Less and less. So what I do is... At my job I do web design and marketing and I do some web design on the side. And uh the fact that Robert didn't go through me to get his website is a little hurtful. But I have no uh, idea. <laughs> Otherwise I would've. And I'm just kidding. Uh so yeah, I've been I've been doing a lot of that. Um I realized that I haven't paid him any money yet, Joe. I could just be like, hey, let's uh <laughs> As as being that person also in that situation, that's cruel. Um <laughs> I wouldn't so, do it anyway. Yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, I mean, you get – honestly, it's a lot more rewarding to to do that and not have to clean and feed the website and uh, worry about it dying or, you know, any of that stuff. I mean, I still have a lot of snakes. I really want to keep it more of a hobby. It really got really intense here for like the last year and got really difficult to manage. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think most people would assume like COVID hurt your business or something. No, it was kind of the opposite. It was like too, too much, uh, for me to handle and stuff like that. And then it was like, you know, um, what do I see myself happier doing? You know, doing what I do now, would it be digital marketing, e-commerce websites, web design, that kind of stuff or, or cleaning snake shit for 12 hours a day. <laughs> and and if you're doing snakes professionally, I mean, you're not looking, you know, even at a regular business, you're looking at something that's seven days a week with with the animals. It's something yep. that you really have to dedicate your life to. And, uh, yeah, just look at, there's a lot of people who have done it well, actually, that have, uh, built a good life for themselves, but there's also a lot of people who have been slaves to fucking just trying to make it. And the guy who I am with what I like to keep, I would have to be the slave to the hobby, just trying to make it guy. Um, cause I don't know, you probably have those guys, right? You have like, uh, like certain colubrids and stuff like that. They're in a, they're in a niche. But they still kind of eke out a living, but they're never really above a teacher's salary at the same time having all the danger of having a reptile business without any yeah. of the stability. It's uh it's a hard life, man. So yeah, and unless you really want to play the game. And if you really want to play the game and you follow the market, and you do all that stuff, then you can do very well. Um I've I found that a lot of those guys end up um
1: having by necessity to become flippers. Mm-hmm. because it's it's the only way that they can keep especially like now where you go to a show and you sell everything you got to have stuff for next week and yeah. they end up buying collections and bringing them in and selling them and yeah uh, and know, everything's you know, seasonal, know right? so right right so, Yeah, yeah I, I, right
0: that. I, 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 I was a zookeeper and i probably took worse care of my animals while i was a zookeeper because you're at work all day taking care of animals then when you come home you're like i'm done. But when I quit being a zookeeper, my collection got a lot better, and I it, I was able to spend more time with it, and I wasn't so burnt out. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see where, like, if your job is to have to do animal stuff all day long and you're sipping out stuff, it's very hard then to go get pleasure out of going and looking at your animals and taking care of them and all that.
4: And you got to think about it a little bit differently. And then you also have all the social interactions that are going on and all the customer And you're such it. a social butterfly, Joe. I honestly I- – <laughs> I I do not like it. No. Yeah. If I could never talk to anyone again, uh, I'd probably be cool with that. And I think people would think that I'm a very outgoing person. I've been on, you know, I've done hundreds of podcasts. I've been on dozens and dozens of podcasts. I am not a social person by any stretch of the imagination. Well,
0: that's a large part of our hobby, which cracks me up because that's a, that's I think the hardest part for some people as a breeder. Because you you kind of have to do shows if you're going to be a breeder, and you get the people like, that get pissed off when folks come in just to look. You know, they, they feel like everybody that comes into a reptile show should be coming in to buy stuff and know what they're doing, and that's not what a reptile show is for. Yeah, that's great; those people do come in, but uh, if you're not if you're not someone who can be social, if you're, if you're a more introverted person, which a large part of the hobby is, it's harder for them to do shows. You know, those are people that bitch—they came, they looked at, it, and they wanted to hold my snake or they wanted to make yeah because. Yeah. That's kind of – a show is a – for a lot of them, it is a petting zoo. You're going to get the people coming come in and buy stuff, but I mean – See, I was always
4: – I, I can always compartmentalize with like sales and stuff like that. Like I can actually sell and like do – talk to people for a whole weekend, but it is exhausting at the end of the day. Like oh, yeah. I go to sleep. Um, but yeah, at, at you guys, it sounds like Katie was there when, when you're doing the shows every weekend and then eventually you're just like – you need a break, man. It is exhausting packing things this up. This last one show setting up. our butts. And they're long days. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. But you have those silly one day shows up there up north. Yeah. It's almost just as annoying because you never settle in. <laughs> you don't stay because you got to do the wake up at five in the morning and then get home, you know, at eight. And it just makes it one long, arduous day. And then you I end up putting the animals back at like 10 o'clock or then waiting to the next morning. Anyway, it's uh, yeah. So
0: You don't yeah, get the yeah. joy that we get of like taking Saturday night just to hang out with everybody. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That's like the right. fun
4: social part. You guys just go and watch uh, Andy get hammered and you, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. And like, I loved it when I was in Texas. I mean, It was a party when when we've been at every show. I was also a little bit younger, a little bit less likely to get hung over, I guess. But we would just (laughs) party, and Andy would have moonshine, and uh, (laughs) life was good. Up here, it's like uh, the people who do it are at every show, but also a lot of them are pretty serious about it. And it's not exactly like a fun environment. No one's drinking beers. You would be weird if you were (laughs) – in Texas, half the of the vendors thing. had a beer, and like that was normal and it didn't hurt your sales. I mean, um, we have
2: some venues that sell alcohol in the concession stand.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, at least you, like, there's there's a handful up there for you. At least you got like Minnetola if he does any, but he, I don't know how many shows he mm. really does up there because I don't think Matt has to do many shows to sell stuff.
4: No, and he'll do Hamburg, and then Hamburg's like uh, a swap meet for reptiles, and it's in like a farmhouse, and uh, if it's summer, it's 9 million degrees. If it's winter, um, you're standing outside for like five hours in the freezing cold. So, I mean, yeah. Am I just shitting on everything right now? What's going on? That's okay. Um, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, still, I
0: still want to do, Ham- I want to come to Hamburg just once because I've heard your description. I heard Owen and Eric's description. I need to see this thing in
4: person. <clears throat> it's good and bad. I mean, you're going to see a lot of different animals, stuff like that. Um, it's really not that bad of a show. It's just, um, I actually kind of like the Oaks one here. It's like logo to Philly. Um, a good, you know, somewhat diverse show, uh, but it's still pretty low key and super professional. So like it's in like a big convention center. It's in a legitimate convention center. Uh, the bathrooms aren't backed up and flooding and stuff. Like that's always <laughs> happening at Hamburg. They always have a faulty toilet and there's like six inches. You're up to your ankles in in piss water, just trying to go to the bathroom. Sounds like you know. a lovely place. And last time, last time I was there, went to go get food. Someone's changing their baby on the on the tables that you eat at, and I'm like. Ugh. Come on. Nice. That's where I want to go hang out.
0: Yeah. So I think – I can't remember if I asked you this. When you went to Alabama, did you ever make it over to Birmingham to the Dixie Reptile Show? You weren't really <laughs> into reptiles. Not. Back I did not.
4: Um, I had just – I would look for them outside, stuff like that. I, I did have a red-footed tortoise when I when I lived there. Uh, but I was not in the reptile community. Um, I was uh, – Colorado, I went to a few shows. The um, – the Southern Reptile shows, besides say Herps that I've been to, stuff like that. Whew. tough crowd, tough crowd. <laughs> the,
0: the Dixie one wasn't bad. We I went a few times. It's funny because uh, later on, I like, actually had a Slide show. I have met uh, Terry, who was the Terry. person that put it on for forever, but he's he's since retired from that. Um, but we talked to him this weekend. Uh, he's one of those like old school guys who has the stories. Like all the stories that we tell is like people think is myth. But he was actually there, so he could tell you what actually happened. Right.
1: Yeah. He's the reason that we didn't leave until 1 o'clock on Sunday, because he talked to us for a few minutes at my table, remember James? And then he walked back over there like 30 minutes later and stood there for an hour and talked to me. And, man, that's an interesting guy.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: They're good people.
0: (laughs) Because he knows
1: all all
0: the names that were big in the 80s and 70s.
4: Oh, yeah real uh, straight-laced, straight-shooters. Those 70s sure, and 80s sure. reptile folks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. oh, yeah. Well, the, the whole story he was telling us about the
1: first time he went herping in Texas was with some guy who was like a legend who left him there so he could go to Mexico and get drunk for two days and said, just go out and catch as many rattlesnakes as you can, and he got bitten by the very first one he picked up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, that story was good. He went he went to the hospital, <laughs> and then told the doctor, "I'm not staying here. I came here to hunt rattlesnakes, and then went out and hunt, hunted rattlesnakes with his arm in a sling." Yep. Oh
4: shit. Naturally, <clears throat> I'm uh, I'm uh, going to West Texas in May. Actually, at the oh, end yeah. of May. Oh, where at? Um, gonna do the whole Sanderson thing, and uh, yeah, stay yeah, at the hotel fun. and whatnot. I forget what hotel it is. You know, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Oh yeah. I'll be probably moving at the end of May.
4: Lucky so, guy, lucky guy. I know,
1: hope hopefully you get a couple of rainy days there, so that the nights will be great.
4: I have no idea. I don't. I have no idea what to expect. It is kind of like I know you probably want to go more in June or so. Is is what I think? But yeah. maybe the end of May will still be okay. Um, maybe the whole COVID thing. Maybe there's been less foot traffic and stuff. Um, I don't know. I gotta. Right.
0: Are you going alone or are you just going with some people?
4: No, I do like people every once in a while, especially for the long drive through Texas. I mean. <laughs> I yeah.
0: didn't know if you were just like, you were like, fuck it, I'm going. And you're just like going to show up <laughs> in, in West Texas and be like, I'm going to do this. Thing. I'm
4: not sure. I'm not sure if if the, the crew that I'm going with want me to say anything about it yet. Uh, but gotcha. you would know who they were. Um and you probably don't a, know who they were who they it are. Should it? On the,
2: it should have been on the list at the beginning.
0: Uh, no, I, I think I've heard of a crew talking about going to West it's, Texas.
4: Uh, it's going to be br- me, Brian Barcheck, Kevin McCurley and Justin Kabelka and we're going to West <laughs> Texas. So
2: so <laughs> for non-rich
0: Chan- people and, and Chandler from and te- from Florida. You, you well you yeah, he's
2: going to bring the Cobras. Anderson, Texas you google sanderson texas you find all kinds of cool stuff
0: but there's really nothing there you may find a bunch of stuff online so now i know
2: they're going to go herping because i didn't know what you were talking about
1: you get to go stay at the super nice outback oasis motel
4: yes that's that's uh,
1: yeah it's not bad man it's a fun place
0: it's it's strictly people going out there to try and find
4: um alternative Uh, it looks like somewhere that you'd take a nice lady of the night but it it, there's none of those out there. So I, I, it's just really snake people. It's just
1: snake people. Um, the only negative I've heard the last couple of years is there's so many collectors in the cuts yeah, that it's getting harder and harder to find anything.
0: You have to find one of those fake alterna and get a
1: picture of it.
4: Yeah. There's always going to be dummy, uh dummy alterna out there. You got to yep. watch out. Uh, I'm just, if I would see, you know, if I see, uh, Something. What was I thinking of the? uh If I see a rat snake of some sort of, what are they called? The. A sub. Uh, yeah, if I see uh, a out there, that would be incredible. If I see a fucking western coach whip, I'll shit my pants. I want to see a western if I coach whip. A pink western coach whip. A long nose snake. I don't give a shit what it is, as long as it's something I, I haven't to. seen before. Which is pretty much most of the species there. Yeah. Well, um, make sure you pick
1: the long nose up
4: and make it fart.
1: <laughs>
2: it, uh, it's also the cactus, the cactus capital of Texas.
0: Yes, yeah, so don't Ooh. fall Just into a cactus.
4: Is it? There's <laughs> a lot what? of That's cacti.
1: That's
2: what it says.
0: The old Google machine says it is.
4: Well, there's and a lot I've of them that, out there.
2: I have seen that on three different websites. So,
4: oh wow, I mean, it's got to be true. Yeah, uh, it is the <laughs> alternate capital of Texas. Definitely.
0: Don't you have to have a, a light, a permit, or something to go out there and just like look for snakes?
4: Yeah, and yes. you need to, and you need a vest, and you uh, you need to, you can't like just go in your car and start flashing lights everywhere through the cuts. You need to actually walk the cuts, and um, which, you know takes a lot of time and you can't cover much ground. And so not only is it harder, the amount of snakes that are out there, it's harder because there's laws in place in which are actually strictly enforced, uh, well, yeah. in which make it harder for you as well. So that's part which of is that. probably good because if there idea. were no
0: laws, there'd probably be no alternative left out there at all. If there were no yeah, laws. And things so- are getting
4: just more and more popular and like YouTube and stuff like that. Um, You know, it used to be a thing where like five nerds knew what was going on, but now it's a thing.
2: I feel like this description of the area makes me want to go there. So this is on a travel and outdoor website. It says Sanderson is an underrated, adventurous West Texas escape. Mm. This this scrappy (laughs) town on the edge of the the big big region. Has a trendy motel.
0: (laughs) Best description.
2: Pistol packing waitresses and starry nights aplenty.
4: Oh, man. That's a
0: great description (laughs) description of a place that has nothing. If you get lucky,
4: you may be able to take one of the pistol packing waitresses back to that trendy motel, but you never really know. (laughs) Yeah, it's
1: it's an interesting place. For sure. Um, there's. I think the population is about 800, which is not small for that part of Texas.
2: So but, in its um, heyday, it never got over 3,000 people.
1: So you so. have to like breakfast tacos or tacos because pretty much the only thing to eat in town is the Laredo Taco Company inside the Stripes gas station. And uh yeah, yeah so
2: tacos a- and burritos made on site. Which to is, this
4: um what I ate a lot when I was at Diaz Air Force but- base in fucking Abilene. I ate the yeah, Laredo stripes did. thing. <laughs> Son yep. of a bitch. When you, you like yeah, that's the only place you fucking stop to fuel up and yes. whatnot. I ate a lot of those fucking tacos. Yeah. Well, not, I'll not have to go when messed, I'm not the best, but it is still, you know, not the worst either. Not the worst. We'll I'll have to go when I move to Texas because
0: someone bought me a new pair of tongs to use when I go too.
4: Well, you can go to like Bucky's and oh, stuff since yeah. you're a free human. I wasn't a free you human.
2: Spo- that was actually one of the selling points for our daughter. They have Bucky's?
4: neighborhood Bucky's.
2: Yeah, and, all, and then no uniform
0: all around. Robert, so. they have neighborhood Bucky's, which have all the good food and none of like the tchotchke shirts and all that stuff. But you can get all of the candy and chocolate covered whatever. And so. all
4: your foods that cook on those rollers. That sounds amazing.
0: I love my food cooked on a roller. If it's been sitting there for about eight hours, it's nice and good.
4: Ew. Yeah, like your gut doesn't die. <laughs> no, I'm, like for me, it's like stomach. once I hit like twenty six, I can't eat a, a roller quesadilla or whatever the hell of a taquito. Oh, I I can't do it. Crispitos. I love crispitos. (laughs) That's one of those foods where they put all the things together. Like all those hybrid, makes
1: you wonder who the guy was that was like, man, we keep all this stuff in these gas stations. There's got to be a better way to keep them hot. Let's find an industrial like press uh, metal rolling machine and make put some hot dogs (laughs) on that bitch and heat it up and leave them out in the open all day long. But. (laughs) You know, that just makes it taste better. Hey, the hot dogs
0: didn't spread COVID, so those things are safe.
1: That's true. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right.
2: I'm fading now. Let's y'all. We'll wrap this time. up.
0: Because it's almost bad. Well, yeah, I'm on Eastern dinner.
4: time. Imagine, imagine oh, that. Oh, yeah. I got my you're COVID vaccine like two days ago, too, and I didn't sleep the fucking the night how after. I feel okay now, but I was tired and achy for like a day and a half. Which what, one did you what get? What
2: version did you get? Pfizer. That's what I get. I get my second one Monday. I get and my I second Tuesday one off, so i sleep all day. Y'all
0: are a bunch of sheeple. Now the government can track
2: you. Oh, whatever. Eat James. your heart
1: out, Bill Gates. <laughs> I did <get> it. <laughs> oh, God. I found out that someone that I'm very close to firmly believes that the government controls the weather and that the whole freeze was a way to cripple Texas because we didn't vote for Joe Biden.
4: You know, like they you firmly believe this shit. Holy shit. You know, she's like, you know. <laughs> 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 my parents are like, my parents had COVID. They're like 65 years old and they will not get the vaccine. Yeah. So like, you, you trust what they're doing to you.
3: <laughs>
0: I love when people pick and choose what parts of science. They're so like, yeah, I trust that part. Of, no, that part of science is lying to me.
4: Right. No, my parents do not trust any science or pay attention to anything <laughs> called science. They just kind of uh, make assumptions. I don't know. Hey, that's what the Internet's for. It tells you everything you got to know. They made it this long, so they're doing something. Yeah, something And they right. both got COVID and they're alive. And they've smoked since they were like 12 And uh, yeah, damn, okay, on that note, oh goodness, (laughs) all right, yeah. If you go too long, I'll start, you know, airing those dirty laundry. Let's hear about Joe's
2: family.
4: (laughs) 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 No, we don't talk to them anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Joe, if folks want to get a hold of you, like those cousins you don't talk to, what's the best way for people to reach
4: out to you? Please don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if you really want to, uh Port City Pet on Instagram is, is probably the best place. I don't answer Facebook get messages anymore. After like five of them built up, I lost all like motivation, and it was way too overwhelming. So I was just kind of eliminated it from my anymore. life. No, that, that's that's one hundred percent true. Once once the notifications started piling up, and like I took a weekend off. I'm like, okay, let's act like that doesn't exist. And then I can just be like, hey, guys, sorry. You got to mess me on Instagram now. So that's now a thing. And then those will build. It's a whole thing. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like if you really have to. But uh, that's where I'm at.
3: <laughs> hilarious.
0: Robert, if people want to get a hold of you and
1: get one of those racks before they sell out in the first two hours of a show. Uh WWW dot Do we really need the WWW anymore? We've had the internet for like 25 years now. Https colon backslash, backslash. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my website. Low star reptile racks on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, that's it right now. We got to get a picture of the new rack and get it posted on our, on our page. We can see it.
0: So once you get one, built, get a good picture of it. I guys you get a video of it.
1: I got to do a bunch of photography on everything because my pictures on my website are shit. So for the new website, I'm not moving that, that shit over there. So um, um, it
2: like sounds like we need a road trip to go visit Robert.
1: I said
0: Katie does have a minor in photography
2: and a fancy camera.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. You see, you're yeah, learning stuff about all of us tonight. I
2: know. Joe does websites.
0: Yeah. Katie does photography. You didn't have to reach out to anybody. right? <laughs> Damn. It was, right. in your, it was in your own backyard all, all right. along.
2: James, if people want to get a hold of you. Oh, no.
0: Before that, I do want to make... we talk talking about the pictures. I find it funny. Robert had that post, I think it was two weeks ago, where someone was like, anybody know where I can get racks like these? And they were straight off his website. <laughs> Robert's yeah. like, from the place you got the pictures, would probably be your best bet.
1: <laughs> yeah. That didn't end well. I
3: mean,
1: he, nice. uh, he sent me a message and said, I didn't get these from your website. They popped up when I googled uh Hatchling Rex. I'm like, dude, I would have respected you more if you would have just told me the truth. Um, so what you so do, you're do me is... me a liar? Not- yes, I'm calling you a liar. Uh, yeah, so it ended, I ended up getting blocked on Facebook. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> he wasn't going to buy from me anyway, so fuck him.
2: Oh my gosh. All right, James. Fuck They want to get a hold of you.
0: If they want to get a hold of me. Fuck them. Yeah,
4: right. That's actually, yeah, that's actually the theme. Actually, if no one can reach them. Like, can
0: I take mine back? She yeah. was like, I want to go back. If they want to get a hold of me, fuck them. Actually, yeah, <laughs> I should have been more
4: aggressive.
0: Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, it is simply underscore serpents on Instagram or simply serpents on Facebook or simply bio on Facebook. And, uh, I think we have an Instagram. I have no idea. You can check that. See if there is one. Uh, if you want one of the podcast, it is The Reptile Gumbo Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and at gmail.com.
1: But uh, let's be real. If you're listening to this, you already know how to find us probably. Yeah. We're, we don't hide. We're, it's
0: pretty easy to find us. Yeah. Also, if you come to a show, because there are a bunch of people that are like, they're coming to the shows that have, like, have listened to us. Come by and say hi to us. It makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. But well, You're
4: so much larger in person than you are <laughs> on the computer.
0: <laughs> I'm so small on the screen.
4: You're a giant that was man. Like, that
0: was like the first time I met you, Joe. I did not realize that you were not a giant man.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I usually get the fact that I'm uh, over six foot, but I'm just under. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, man.
2: Although there was a there was a vendor at the show this weekend, Jesus Christ, that made James I mean, feel small. tiny. He had this to be like was... seven
1: eight. <laughs> oh, he was like seven. He might eight, have even been man. like, yeah, he was huge. Man, he is he's two and, and a half size, feet taller than me.
2: Size eighteen shoe.
0: Like someone goes, yeah, but he's just tall. It's like he's not just tall. He's no. a huge motherfucker. He no, was he was
2: tall. like
1: he was like seven foot tall and like three hundred and forty pounds. Yeah. But he should be on WWE. He yeah. should be wrestling somewhere.
2: Yes. Super nice guy. Super nice. Guy. I just yeah. wanted to
1: hand him like a baby corn snake and say, hold this. And well, see how that went.
2: He sold slings.
4: He'd, slings. slings. He'd be like, like oh, Lenny right. with the rabbits, he would just squeeze right. him by <laughs> <Right. laughs> right. accident. <laughs> yep. I just
0: want to, see him, I want to see him separate slings out. Gosh. Yeah. Oh, anyways. So that's, that's it for our show. We talked about the giant dude. Uh, super nice guy. Super there. nice giant guy. I don't even know his name. Never even okay. talked to him because
2: Oh, I did. I
0: felt I felt pretty small around him. <laughs> so I was
2: sitting in a chair when I talked to him. I did not think I felt.
0: <laughs> uh, make sure you, you listen next week for the last and final snake of the month so you can be in our drawing from Gecko World Austin. Awesome. Big thanks to Lone Star Reptile Racks, Hurst Reptile Shows, and
2: Wiregrass Exotics,
0: Wiregrass Exotics The Ruas. Uh, thank you, Joe, for coming on. We'll see you in about 20 more episodes. Yeah.
4: Ooh, things will only get weirder by then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. We're out. Bye.
1: See ya.